0: Tells
1: you. Now I know where the episode's starting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the color of poo. Thanks, yeah, Roy. I posted
1: did. a link to this dude that does the uh, amazing Peter Griffin impersonation in uh, Zencaster.
0: Meh. <clears throat> cool. Alright. Well, if this is where we're starting the episode, talking about brown is the color of poo. <laughs> um, welcome back to Dance Robot Dance. You're in luck. Tonight's topic is shitting yourself. We all have a story. We all have a a real life, cr- you know, time that in our lives that we prefer not to talk about. Mine happened just last year.
1: And We're really just starting with the embarrassing stories early this week, huh? No,
0: I'm not going to tell you about the actual time. I pooped my pants, but it wasn't last year. <laughs> okay. It was like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. It was this afternoon. I was real sick. <laughs> <laughs> I had a real bad fever. <laughs> uh, it was no good for anybody. <laughs> I almost missed my bus. But anyway.
1: Wait. Can you tell the story, please?
0: <laughs> I pretty much just did.
1: Yeah, but you're giving us details, so I'm getting like... Half the picture, and I always wanted. It's probably it's probably even worse. The picture we're getting, yeah. Okay. Did you get on the bus with poopy pants?
0: No, God. (gasps) I texted my boss and was like, "I'm running a little late."
1: (laughs) And it's running down my leg.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was very, 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 very sick, like just no good, and um, my uh. I, I was like running a high fever and it was winter time. And I just like, I'd woken up 40 minutes early. Cause I knew from like the last two days that I needed at least like a half an hour poo. So I like <laughs> added extra time in the morning just for that. And, um, I, I thought I was finished. I was feel it was the worst day yet, but I was like, I gotta go to work. <laughs> I, was, I gotta go. Cause I was single at the time and, knew that if I didn't go to work at least someone there would notice me if I died so like
2: wow, i deep. go
0: and i'm like wearing this nice blue dress and <coughs> tights and all of a sudden i'm about to leave and i grab my bag and it just happened <laughs> and it was it was that moment of I, I couldn't believe it was happening.
1: In the tights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it was happening. <laughs> and then I was just kinda like it was like the stages of grief, you know, like you're in denial. You're like, oh God, no. No, that didn't actually no, just no. happen. That didn't happen. I'm I'm a twenty five a twenty-four year old woman. Like this <laughs> I'm a professional, this kid. I have control over my my bodily functions, and then what's the next stage? Anger. Greed. I was I just like, anger,
1: <laughs> denial. I was like, no,
0: now I have to change. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I'm gonna be late. And then I thought, oh, should I just call in to work? But I didn't. I rallied so hard. <laughs> I like had a quick wash off the poo shower, <laughs> and uh, got a nice new dress. Made myself look extra pretty and only ended up being about 20 minutes late for work. (laughs) It was, uh...
1: Like a boss.
0: It was a fine time in my life. At the time, I was like, I'm never telling anyone this (laughs) (laughs) happened.
1: Now we're going to put it on the internet for everybody to hear. You
0: know what? We need to be more approachable, guys. Like, I know I'm not the only adult who's had onset pooping pants syndrome. That's
1: That's exactly, that's totally the medical term for it. Yep.
0: That's the title of this episode, Offset pooping <laughs> <building> Intro. <laughs> uh, really so noted. you guys can't tell, um, listeners, I will be your host for the evening. Aren't you in for a treat? <laughs> um, but uh, let's, uh, let's go over who we have tonight. So your host this evening will be myself, Christy, the only chick who appeared on the podcast so far besides, briefly, Tim's wife.
1: Um, <laughs> terrorizing Christy.
0: Yeah, she, she didn't. Well, she did. She did. <laughs> she
1: assisted in the terrorizing.
0: Yeah, she yeah. she kind of insisted the terror continue. <laughs> uh, that was nice of Alicia. So. Anyway, we have Tim here. <laughs> Say Hi, Tim. everybody. And uh, we also have Mr. Mark. Hi, guys. Mark Prime. Uh, do you guys have poop stories that you want to share?
1: Not that I want to share, so. <laughs> 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 I uh, I had a roommate at Disney World that once took a poo in the shower and left it there. <laughs>
0: oh, that's gross. He's
1: that's an Italian disgusting. guy, a total asshole. And he just like, one time, just I came home from work and he was like in the kitchen cooking something. And uh, I got in the shower and there was just a turd sitting in the fucking shower. And uh, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I went out and was like, you need to clean that up. And he just like went in. I didn't really say anything. I just like clean it up, and then came out and said, "Okay, okay." And then I was, I, that was did all. Did he not think you would it.
0: see it? Do you think know. it would disintegrate? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> makes What's me wonder, thing? like, how many times he did it. He was this really creepy, um, dude, uh, Italian dude from. Where's he from? I think he's from Venice. Italy, maybe. Uh no no he was an Italian dude from Korea. Oh,
2: uh, um,
1: yes. Yeah, uh, and. He would go around like He was really like something like 35 or something like that And everybody else uh, That was living in this sort of housing complex Was like in their 20s Um, But he would go around and tell people He was like 27, 28, something like that And like super creepy Hitting on like every girl that he saw And yeah It was
0: uh, What a skis I
1: can't even remember his name anymore Fuck, never mind
0: Good story, yeah, Tim. Yeah. Good, story. Good
1: story.
0: No, I feel bad though, because like he probably just thought the water would take it. Who did
1: that? Who does that in the first place? I
0: don't know. I'm trying especially to think. In of a the shared, logic. Especially in a shared, especially in
1: a shared fucking shower. <laughs> like, but did he not? Like, he must have saw it. So like,
0: he must have known that it came out of him <laughs> if it was like a full poo. It's
1: like, what is he? But I don't understand. Like, did he squat? And, like, (laughs) just let it rip? Or, like...
0: Or did it just fall out of him? Like...
1: I did not witness the the birth of the turd. (laughs) Just the aftermath.
0: Maybe he convinced himself it was yours.
1: know, he was pretty delusional.
0: Like, maybe he made up some really intense logic and was just like, no, this can't be mine. (laughs) He never passed denial. (laughs)
1: Yeah, sh- um, it was shortly thereafter that I requested to be moved to a different uh, apartment.
0: Understandably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giuseppe,
1: that was his name. Giuseppe.
0: Giuseppe.
1: Of course it was. Giuseppe. Of course. Um, Giuseppe, the pooper.
0: The,
1: gi- the shower.
0: the <laughs> poopy. Yeah.
1: I did the pooper in the shower.
0: I thought it went down the drain like a Mario. Went <laughs> <laughs> down to the pipes.
1: I was just going to say, I like that you're both doing Mario at the same time.
0: <laughs> but there wasn't a mushroom, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much <my> eat, <laughs> oh, poor Ooh. Luigi, um, but yes, uh, we should just have an episode where we talk about excrement
1: <laughs> <laughs> about poo,
0: yeah, why not? We'll have an episode where we talk about poo. It'll be great, it'll,
1: it'll be like episode like three hundred and eighty when we' were, like yeah. just what the fuck are we gonna talk about? <laughs> Last week we did our Highlander episode, and that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Underrated series, guys. Really scraping the bottom of the barrel here.
0: (laughs) Guys, it was so shitty. Wait, remember that thing we talked about in episode 20? (laughs) We were like, we
1: could do an episode about pooping.
0: Oh, let's just all talk about the greatest poos that we had. Let's make a list. (laughs) Top five best poos.
1: Top five deuces.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Your top two deuce. Oh, so funny. But don't worry, listeners. We're not going to just talk about shit tonight. We're going to talk about shit. We're going to talk about other shit. Um, It doesn't come from our butts. It comes from our brains. Brain shit. (laughs) (laughs) i'm a glass of wine in um,
1: i think we just renamed the podcast brain shit brain shit <laughs> good it was like can pick a new theme song
0: <laughs> no, we're no longer dance robot dance we are now brain shit that's actually not a bad name
1: <laughs> we could do worse
0: we could do worse we could call it actual shit <laughs> we could call it a poop my pants the podcast <laughs> And every week is a new story about an adult who pooped. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't that just be like a subcategory of embarrassing stories with Christy, which is already a podcast? We need to start. That, yeah,
0: that, or it's going to be like a fetish site for some people.
1: Yeah, uh, or already is. Yeah, what, watching you shit, or just no, like,
0: watching... just talking about shit and imagining other people shitting. I don't. No, want... that
1: already is a porn site. I know that's what I'm sure. saying.
0: We're going to become a subfaction of a porn site if we keep.
1: Oh. It. Well, the traffic would be high, so there's that. We might get more yeah. listeners that way. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> our ad revenue would go up from zero. Yeah. <laughs> but we'd have
0: to, like, you know, our sponsor would be, like, Poo-Pourri. <laughs> but, or the um, Squatty
1: Potty. Yeah. Anybody who wants to sponsor the podcast is welcome. I don't care.
0: Pay for Mark's editing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, we already, Mark and I, we talked about how we're going to share the embarrassing stories of Christy.
1: Yes, that's true. Do you want to talk about that now?
0: Why not? Well, just, I'll just riff it really quick. Um, Mark and I have uh, been talking about it literally for a few hours, but I've been thinking about it for a few months, um, about uh, doing a web comic about um, <laughs> a, a girl named Sam and calling it Hard on Her Sleeve, and it's all about this, like, a little bit too emotionally vulnerable and ridiculous character who gets into kooky scenarios. But it's going to be like a mix of... Um, Sarah's scribbles and like the animation style, of, like Scott Pilgrim, but um more just like ridiculous things that have actually happened in my life that just don't seem real. <laughs> so it'll have a bit of a story, but mostly it like we already thought about one that's gonna be like a four-panel of me just climbing Mark because he'll be like so tall. <laughs> and it's not me though. Her name is Sam.
1: No, to- it's totally a different person. Not not totally Christy at all.
0: It's not me. But, uh, and like, I already thought of like another one where it's me having a stand, or not me, Sam, having a standoff with a goose, because I did that recently.
1: <laughs> Can you tell that story now, too?
0: No, I just had a standoff with a goose, and I was like, motherfucker, you are taking me down, and we like stared at each other for a little too long, and then it got intimate, and I had to keep walking.
1: And then you made out a little bit. When I was when I was at Brock the uh, because of where it was located lots of like open space there was goose geese everywhere oh yeah um, I specifically remember I was walking to my car and a girl was being attacked by a goose <laughs> like it was legit coming after her <laughs> I had to hit it with my bag
0: oh my god that's so funny
1: yeah and like the girl was like so thankful because she was freaking the fuck out because I could hear her through my headphones because I always have headphones in when I'm walking around campus. And I hear like screaming, and I'm like, "The fuck? How am I hearing this over whatever like obnoxious metal I'm listening to?" And I <laughs> take out an earbud and look over, and there's this like, like five like U sized girl <laughs> running away from a goose that is like totally aggressing on her, like flapping its wings and like trying to peck at her and shit. I was like, "Oh god, I wish I had." Like, like I had a camera set up at this moment because this is hysterical. But oh my Ge- god, geese are angry motherfuckers.
0: They are.
1: Yeah, and they shit everywhere. The campus was covered with goose shit. Yeah.
0: Well, you think Brock was bad? Waterloo is like the goose capital of Canada. So, like, we have there's geese. There's still geese there, and it's really? December. <laughs> they just don't want to leave because they're douchebags. They're like, we can seek more of, like revenge while we're here. <laughs> like i i've been hissed at by a goose before where it's just been like <sighs> and you're like fuck off what what i didn't do anything to you they should be called american geese
1: <laughs> yeah i i can't say that i've seen very many geese so far uh flying down this way yet so they might be uh, yeah
0: just has migrating pretty geese.
1: late yeah migrating lately. Well, it's been unseasonably warm. Yeah. This is how boring our podcast is now. We're going to talk about the weather in Southern Ontario.
0: I'm just saying though (laughs) that like, the Canadian geese it does not reflect Canadian values.
1: No. Agreed. Not at all. Well, maybe it would attack you. Maybe it apologizes in geek language after it aggresses on you. Like (laughs) after it
0: assaults you. That's its noise.
1: Yeah, That's its its saying I'm sorry and shitty goose talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's my. God. I don't speak goose, and if I do, it's very poor. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about the news this week. Mark, you want to take us on a little, little tour of the news?
1: A little tour of the news. Oh,
0: um, a little walkabout.
1: It's been a it's been a quiet week this week. I think the first yes. thing we're gonna have to talk about we're gonna make Christy kind of cry really early on. But uh, Ron Glass died. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that all this stuff is putting a damper on the very slight possibility of a uh, Firefly sequel or reunion or anything. No, no,
0: he was de- He was left and dead in the movie.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he so he was gone.
0: gone. If they take Alan Tudyk next, I will murder someone.
1: Well, he's also already gone in the show, so... I maybe. know,
0: but I just don't want him to actually leave.
1: I'm a leaf on the wind. He's a relatively young guy. I think he'll be okay.
0: Yeah. I'm just dead tomorrow. Anyway, go on.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the whole thing about that. It's just fucking twenty sixteen. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, Billy Dee Williams yeah. is going to be Two Face in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, that's so good because I mean he was. Well, I mean, for anybody that doesn't remember, he was slated to. Uh, bu- he was played Harvey Dent in the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie, and was supposed to become. Two face later on, but that never ended up happening.
0: Oh.
1: Did you not see that movie, Christy? Is this what you're going to. Uh... I probably
0: saw it when I was like, you know, too young to really recognize that I liked things yet without it being ironic.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it took me quite a while. I mean, because I, I wasn't really familiar with uh, Batman and like all the different characters and their names and stuff like that. So. Uh, Definitely when I saw it the first time, I wasn't like, oh, Harvey Dent, that's going to be Two-Face. But, like, upon rewatching it at some point, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know if I would have caught that when I was a kid, but I definitely, like, after the fact, would have been like, oh, that would have been much better than Tommy Lee Jones. Much better than Tommy Lee Jones. I like Tommy yeah. Lee Jones' uh, Two-Face, too, but I definitely would have liked to have seen Lando. <laughs> I mean, Lando already is, is Two-Faced. That's true. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's pretty
1: being typecast, is kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. I didn't do it. I'm not the one who typecast him. As a two faced gangster? Yeah. <laughs> Has he ever been in anything else aside from those two movies? I can never Scrubs. Was he in Scrubs? He's he's done a lot of um he's done a lot of like uh like all black cast kind of movies, like Tyler Perry. He's also done a, a lot
0: movies. of like appearances of being Billy D.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just the Cole 45 commercials. Aside from that, I don't really yeah. know.
0: But yeah, no, he's... I, I'm excited for that. I'm just excited for the Lego movie.
1: Yeah, the Lego Batman movie is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, Will or Not. What's next? Uh,
1: next on it, uh, Ivan Reitman is working on two Ghostbusters projects in spite of how bad the 2016 remake was. It
0: wasn't, it wasn't, that, wasn't bad. that bad.
1: Shut up. You guys are both wrong.
0: No, you're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Generally. It was a fun movie in the same spirit of Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not trusting the uh the opinion of our local misogynist on this issue. Yeah. Our, our resident woman hater. Yeah, yeah seriously. I hate women.
0: That's my You hate point. them. Yeah. You hate them. I have a vagina. <laughs>
1: Either way, Sony says that uh, while they couldn't comment on a, the status of a live action sequel because the movie bombed at the box office because it, it was is? terrible. Yeah, it didn't do well. Ivan Reitman has set to head up an animated feature that could be in theaters by 2019, and he's also working on an animated series for TV expected to debut in 2018. I'm down. Both of them are animated. I'm disappointed by that. Eh. I would go live action. Yeah, for sure.
0: A Lego Ghostbusters would be pretty cute.
1: You'd have to get the voice cast back, which is technically impossible now.
0: Uh, yeah. Fuck you, twenty sixteen.
1: No, nah, Hill Remus died in uh, I
0: know, he died in twenty fourteen. A
1: couple, yeah. a couple years ago.
0: I know, I just it still makes me sad now though.
1: Yeah, it uh every time I think about it it makes me sad. But I
0: uh
1: but yeah, uh, I I don't know. I could I could see it being like a live action show. Like if they the effects are at the, at the point now that like you could probably pull off the proton packs and shit like that without too much, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they do supernatural every week. So like just adding that that one effect probably wouldn't be that big a deal. So.
0: True. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I I'm excited to see where that goes. Though I don't think the Ghostbusters movie was as bad as everybody was complaining. Like complaining, it's it really was not that bad. It I didn't, didn't like get
1: it. terrible reviews. It got middling reviews. The reviews yeah. yeah, but it didn't. It wasn't like you know universally panned or anything like that by any stretch.
0: No. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it was fun.
1: Yeah, I mean there are parts of it I definitely enjoyed. I mean we did a whole episode on this, and uh, let's uh, not rehash that one because for, re- for reasons. <laughs>
2: for reasons.
1: <laughs> Good. Well, I get people to go back and listen to it, and then stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> um. <laughs> What else do we have here? If
0: There's only you had me on that podcast, I would have made it so off the cuff.
1: Yeah, you uh, didn't show up <laughs> for that one, so... No, I didn't. Who do we blame for that? Me. Yeah.
0: I was, uh... I'm sorry, you you couldn't survive without your token chick.
1: You are the <laughs> life of the show, apparently. Uh, nah. So
0: Anyway, um, cut this part out. So, um, but yeah, what's uh, what's the next piece of news?
1: Uh, Kevin Smith, *Buckaroo Banzai* hits legal trouble as MGM files lawsuits, and Kevin Smith backed out because of all this. So.
0: Yeah, like what a classy move.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, that's what I thought. It's kind of a shady thing to do. So, I mean, I love Kevin Smith, but I literally, I don't, I have. Like, Buckaroo Banzai is so far off my fucking radar, even though I'm, like, a sci-fi geek. Like, I've never watched it. I've never read anything about it. I've heard the oh, name you've never nuts seen it? about it. nope, never fucking seen it. Me either. It's nope. fun. I don't know if I would, like... I, it, I'm not, like, messing my pants over, like, uh, the TV show being canceled or being on or whatever. But yeah. it seemed like it was kind of a passion project for, Cat for Smith. So I'm like, yeah, I'll probably watch it because it's got his name on it. I, I watched and listened to everything else he fucking does, so... Sure. But with the, with the exception of Battlestar Galactica, all of those old sci-fi show rehashes have been mediocre at best. Oh, I could see them going, this was going to be, I guarantee you, this is going to be straight camp. Like, Yeah. Like, V wasn't very good. The Flash Gordon, like, reboot was uh, terrible. I don't even remember that. It was like, yeah, I, I, th- I don't even think it lasted a season. I watched, like, the first one or two episodes and I was like, nope, fuck this. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, you quit a show? Halfway through, I, I did. It doesn't happen very often. I'll, if, it, if it, it's the sort of oh thing. God. Well, if I can get through like a season of it, I'll usually stick with it. Um, or like if I, you know, enjoy the first season, I'll I'll stick with it. But if it doesn't grab me in the first couple episodes, then I'll definitely I will drop a show. Oh, okay.
0: I'm the same way. I f- it's it's like I tried to watch the hundred, the one hundred or whatever it's called.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: I just. After episode four, I was still not into it. My dad kept being like, no, it's good, it's good. And I was like, eh.
1: Yeah, like, Workaholics was one one that I watched. I watched, like, maybe half the first season. I was just like, yeah, this isn't funny. I'm not a stoner. This is just dumb. Yeah. I'm leaving this behind.
0: Um, My other one that everyone shames me for was Misfits. I didn't really like Misfits.
1: I've heard good things about it. I like the first two seasons. The first two seasons are really good. I quite enjoyed them. But then they replaced... The main guy. Simon?
0: What's his name? No, his name was Simon when he played anymore. The Lovely Bones. More. The Lovely Bones, The Mortal Instruments.
1: Wasn't oh, there both a, a UK geez. version and a US version of that show?
0: Yes. Was there? Okay, yeah. No. I thought. Of Misfits? One. No, you're thinking of Skins. Oh,
1: mm, I don't know. Maybe.
0: But yeah, uh, anyway. Um, all I know
1: is that they, at one point, like the guy who's playing um, Cassidy on Preacher.
0: Yes, yes, he was in it.
1: He was the replacement for the main guy, though. Like, they brought him oh. in, and that's when the show went to shit. It wasn't because of him. He's funny as fuck, but, like...
0: He's also quite, like... He's just such a fun person to watch perform.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's my favorite part about that Preacher show right yep, now. Yeah, same. He's watching him just, like, be weird and stuff like that. And yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good.
0: Um... But yeah, that's too bad that Kevin Smith had to like, you know, but he did back out well in that he, he, what was he saying? He didn't want, he didn't want to have to go into legal battles because he, he wanted this to be, um.
1: Well, he wanted them involved. Yeah. Like, he wanted them to be like involved and like them suing them for the rights is not like the way you're going to get those guys to be like involved in that. Kind no. Of thing. Yeah. So. Fuck. What, MGM, yeah. I guess? I don't know.
0: I think it was a kind move on his part.
1: It's fine. He's got 458 podcasts that he can go back to and yeah. start doing again so that I have something to listen to. Um, and I'm sure that uh, the uh, flare-overs or whatever will have him back to direct w- whenever he wants. He's got two episodes this season, so I would yep. assume he'll be back next year. And his his episodes have been pretty strong so far. His Flash episode was awesome. Yep. Uh, two weeks ago? Yeah, it was two weeks I've, ago. I haven't watched that one yet. I am i haven't got caught up on this season Flash yet. I'm getting there. I want to talk about that crossover you need to catch up. Yeah, we will. It's been The Arrow episode was meh, but the first episode was cool. Yeah, the Flash episode was awesome. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, do you have another thing on the docket, Mark?
1: The only other thing is like you guys are going to groan at me, but like Anne Rice got her film rights back, so she's trying to pitch a TV show.
0: Oh, uh, she already released a new shitty book.
1: She just did, actually. <laughs> I'm, that's the book I'm reading right now. How is it? Not great. Ha. Huh? yeah vampires aren't really my thing i mean i know Anne rice is i i mean i like interview with the vampire um but i've never read any of those books um yeah so i stand by the first i stand by the first three so yeah i know there are lots of people that are you know this is their fucking thing is uh jerking off to victorian era vampires so good on that
0: Look at Mark just like, yeah.
1: Weirdly homoerotic Victorian-era vampires yeah. that suckle each other. Yep. <laughs> My jam, guys. My jam. <laughs>
0: that's You know what? That's why Mark is single. He just hasn't found his um, oddly homoerotic his gay, vampire. gay vampire lover. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that's, what the, that's what the problem is. He yeah. Yeah. hasn't found his Lestat yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Who's to say he's not the Lestat? Oh, well... Yeah, he's just wandering the world, looking for his next little.
1: Looking, for, looking for my Louis. Then is that what you're trying to trying to say? Looking for
0: Louis, looking for anyone <laughs> at this point.
1: Or Armand, I guess. Whatever. Uh,
0: yeah, just uh, just to love you like a vampire needs some love.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Cold, <laughs> dead heart. Uh... That's good. That's going out to the public. I'm happy about that.
0: Hey, I told a story about me shitting my pants. <laughs> like not 10 minutes ago.
1: <laughs> I could still cut this out though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. It's
1: comic relief. Yeah, he didn't he didn't cut out uh was it what uh whatever was part of your what Bowie being part of your sexual awakening last week? Oh yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. Or, uh-huh. or or something like it was it was uh, part of like what because oh because oh, we're all everybody realize you're Bowie. a little gay or whatever yeah it's okay it's okay if it's Bowie though there's yeah. like I was reading it's not uh, gay his, if it's Bowie I was reading something on like his TV tropes page and it was like all, even the men want him And there's like some people like because the all the controversy about like how many genders there are and stuff like that yeah. so some people will say there's two some people will say there's infinity but I'll just say at least three because it's like. Like gay, straight and Bowie, because it doesn't count if it's Bowie.
0: <laughs> nice, gay straight and Bowie, I yeah. like it.
1: there you go, Bowie's in
0: space. space,
1: I'm not the only one though on the bonus episode, mark uh Mark number two has also uh had a little moment about Bowie, so
0: yeah, he did, but I get it.
1: Wait, we did a bonus episode, yeah, that was uh on Thanksgiving. we did uh it just came out today.
0: It's good okay. to know you fans attention. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I haven't
1: well, seen I anything was... about this yet. It hasn't. Yeah, been... I it haven't posted anything. It. I'll post in the there morning. Mark,
0: yeah. uh, my Mark, post uh, talked about his favorite albums.
1: Yeah, nice. we did. Mark's five favorite albums. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
0: Um, but I had a little bit of of news. Um, not for me, but like, okay. So let me let me tell You're you. you how I, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know why I said I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> No, I'm not I, pregnant. I I'm am? Tim, pregnant. Tim's pregnant. I'm not perganent. Perganent. Am I pregnant? Pregant? Am <laughs> I Oh, My girlfriend and I have not had sex for six weeks because she's perganent. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So, who answers? But it was so funny because... Um, this is just a story about how Mark Two knows me so well. Uh, I was in the mall with my friend Rose the other day doing some Christmas shopping, and Mark messages me on Facebook, and all it pops up right away is um, "Get ready to shit yourself in the mall," and I was like,
2: <laughs>
0: "What?" And then he sends me this link because it ends up that it had just been announced. On Tuesday, that Lynn manuel Miranda, and we all know how I feel about Hamilton and how I feel about everything he does. We all know that Lin-Manuel Miranda is like my hero. But anyway, he is now producing the um, movie and potentially stage and television show based off of my absolute favorite book series of all time next to Harry Potter the Kingkiller Chronicles with and he's gonna be doing all the original music so anyone who knows like the King Killer Chronicles with Quoth and or Quoth and um, you know his stories with the name of the wind and the wise man's fear like you're gonna lose your minds because it's all about how he's like this amazing musician. And, um, he's an anti-hero who's, like, destroyed the world in a way, and we're trying to find out how, and over the telling of his story in three days, but, like, it's telling his whole life. It's just, it's, it's so, it's so fucking good. Like, this book series is so beyond wonderful, and the fact that he's, like, he's doing this with Patrick Rothfuss, and it's just gonna be so good, and they said he might do a stage adaptation at some point, and I just, I don't. Know how to handle myself. Rose and I had to leave Hot Topic, and I was just like, "We need to leave." She was like, "Why?" And I was like, "We just need to leave." And we left the the mall, and we both just like went and like fangirled so hard, and it was it was a moment of absolute ridiculous. But I'm just beyond excited.
1: I have never even fucking heard of this book
0: series. Uh, I was okay. just gonna
1: say exactly the same thing.
0: Okay. <laughs> Tim. Tim, you will. Love it. Especially if you're a Tolkien fan.
2: Okay. Like,
0: you have to read these books. Just, just do it. Mark, I feel like you'll like them, but... You know, you didn't really like Sweet Tooth, so I'd be like... You know, like
1: no. Oh, God. <laughs> Are we going to talk about that again?
0: But, um... <laughs> no. Read Name of the Wind. I have an autographed version of it that Mark bought me. Um, and it's amazing. But it is seriously... It is just such an amazing read. Listen to the audiobooks if you have to. Like, they're so good. How
1: many books are there?
0: There are two. There's supposed to be a third. It was supposed to come out in 2009, and it still hasn't come out yet. And we're all just kind of like, Pat, come on, man, please. We're jonesing. But he has given us a separate book about one of the characters as a short story. Um, and is another character is mentioned in um, the anthology Rogues. That was like, uh, curated by what? Go ahead. No, it was uh, curated by um, George R. R. Martin.
1: Is this like young adulty or is it like true like actual fantasy?
0: No, it's true actual fantasy.
1: Okay. Yeah, if they can't do really the young adult stuff.
0: No, like this is this is leaps and bounds and yards and like worlds away from Twilight and stuff like that. Like, just, it's it's an adult reading level. And um, the story is so compelling and so wonderful. And you just love, you love the characters. And the setting is, it's just, uh, you just, you gotta read it. Just go out, buy the book tomorrow if you can. It is so worth it.
1: The titles just make me think, like, they sound to me like it's another sort of, like, Hunger Games or, like,
0: no. uh, Maze no.
1: Runner or kind of thing or something like that.
0: No, the name of the wind. It's because um, the whole no, point. The,
1: the Kingkiller Chronicles. Makes yeah, it I like know. That.
0: But um, it's because. Well, give me one sec. One sec. One sec. I'm not sure. One She's second. She's gonna
1: read us the whole book wait. right now. One sec. We're, gonna, we're just gonna record an audio book. That's gonna be our next 18 podcasts.
0: Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. Wait. So this is the first. This is the book, right there visual gag. It's not even a gag, it's just me being excited. Um, so the part that you hear at the beginning of every book, I'm just gonna read it a little bit to you so you can, like, get a small sense. Um, so, prologue, a silence of three parts. It was night again. The Waystone Inn lay in silence, and it was a silence of three parts. The most obvious part was a hollow, echoing quiet made by things that were lacking. And I don't want to read anymore because it sounds weird. But it's so good. And it's all about how, like, this guy is um, running an inn, and um, he uh, he's running an inn with his, um, his student. And I don't want to give too much away, but um, he's just a shadow and shell of himself because he was once the most um, well-known and regarded hero of um, the uh, the world that he lives in. Of Middle-earth? No, similar. But um, <laughs> his, it just came crashing down because of these huge mistakes he made, but we don't know what the mistakes are yet. And it's what we've learned about is his origin and about how he became who he is but um, we're just getting into the third book is about um, the disastrous mistakes that he's made to, like, d- almost destroy the world. But it's fantasy. It's fantasy and it's all about, like, they use magic, but they make it a very science-based thing. So you have to, you know, it's not like Harry Potter's and like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. It's just, um, it's, it's, uh... Yeah, they talk about runes and like mythology behind it, and the the power of naming, which is really cool. Hence the title, the name of the wind. So you just you, just, you gotta read it, even if Mark cuts all okay. this part out because no one else is excited about this. I'm I'm so excited. <laughs>
1: the, uh, <laughs> the cover art that's on the Wikipedia article is hysterically bad. Is it this? <laughs> no. No. Go type in the King Killer Chronicle into Google and then look at the Wikipedia article.
0: Is it Quoth with his red hair blazing in the wind?
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: that's pretty crappy. <laughs> but don't let that fool you.
1: Uh too late.
0: Don't let it Oh yeah.
1: That 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 looks like a fucking bad romance novel for sure. It totally does. It's,
0: it's not totally. though. It's not.
1: And he's got like a fucking guitar and shit.
0: Cause it's so good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So trust me, it's so good.
1: I, this is the sort of thing where like I don't know that I would want to uh, read it until it was finished.
0: I didn't want to either, but now you can be part of the. Oh yeah, that art's pretty bad, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can uh, come on. It's it's there's a huge community that talks about it, and like there's a big Reddit about it, and like uh, Patrick's Rothvist still like talks to people and like responds to them. He's he's very active with his fans online, and like the anticipation build is so cool. Besides, you need to read it before you see the...
1: the movie or whatever. I'm well past the point in my life where, like, I really n- feel the need to be part of a community community surrounding the things that I enjoy. Like, I can enjoy things on an individual level and don't need to, like, be you know talking to a bunch of people online about them.
0: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Shit on my thoughts, but I mean, like, <laughs> 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 but like, you, you can appreciate. I feel like you would appreciate the story of this book.
1: Yeah, well, I might give it a shot someday, but it's not going to be super high on my priority list. We'll see. We'll see. Are they quick? Read? Are they quick reads? At least, um, the page count—the page count on this Wikipedia is six hundred and something pages and nine hundred and <laughs> something pages.
0: That's yeah, r- but I mean, like, you read them quickly because they're they're like edible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just you just know,
1: like popcorn kind of thing.
0: It's so good. I just don't know how else to describe it to tell you that it's just so good. And you'll want to do it, you want to read them before the movie and the TV show comes out.
1: And that's all the time we have this week, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Dance for About Dance this week. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. uh, (laughs) For Christy gushes over the Kingkiller Chronicle.
0: (laughs) Hey, you know what I get like when I gush. We all know what happened when I talked about Gareth's Vakarians.
1: Here we go. And we're going to lose another (laughs) half an hour. No, it's fine.
0: Though so I am playing Mass Effect 2, and I haven't met him yet, and I'm, like, dying inside. But, um, uh, Archangel. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get to the meat of the episode. Tim, take it.
1: Are we going to skip Geek of the Week? Yeah. Fucking more shoddy hosting. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Tim. What was that geekiest thing you did on Geek of the Week?
1: <laughs> uh, let's see.
0: Was it be a dick because you dirty did that? That's
1: Sorry. no, that's the dickest thing that I did this week. Uh, that's probably not even that's probably not even in the top five. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's let's be fair. Um, all right. Well, I was in Milwaukee for the last three days for work. And uh, I'm a little bit of sort of a Christmas nerd, too, and I like going out and like seeing light displays and stuff like that, so while I was there, I actually took the time to hunt down like the best neighborhood for Christmas light displays, and it's like a huge like four or five block radius that's kind of called itself Candy Cane Lane, and there was just like about 90% of the houses were really well-decorated, or well, I won't say well-decorated because some of them were tacky as fuck, Uh, but some of them were really, really good, and uh, yeah, that's Candy Cane Lane sounds like a kind of place like you know when the gays would go cruising or something <laughs> like that like in a park or some shit like that.
0: Well, you would know.
1: <laughs> That's where Mark goes looking for list, for his listat.
0: Well, it's Louis. It's
1: Louis. <laughs> Louis. Um, yeah. I don't I've never I've never gone I've never gone looking for Christmas light things displays. I have. Yeah, Alicia and I do that in Atlanta. Yeah. There's a couple neighborhoods in Atlanta that do it really good too. Cause there's a couple like really fucking like affluent neighborhoods around here that have massive houses mm-hmm. that do really crazy decorations. Um, but then there's also like, uh, there's a couple around Atlanta too. There's one that's like a big drive through kind of one. And then there's also the botanical gardens do really intense, uh, Christmas light display as well. There's, there's a neighborhood back home that does it. I don't, uh, milton like where i am now is very um multicultural so mm-hmm. there's not like big neighborhoods of people doing like crazy christmas displays so yeah mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's probably the geekiest thing that i did this week getting into the christmas spirit
0: that's cute
1: you love your holidays eh? you went from like halloween to christmas yeah i'm big on christmas too we've already got our house decorated while well, the outside is mostly decorated and we got the tree and need to decorate that this week
0: nice mm-hmm. um what about you mark what was the geekiest thing you did
1: uh i rewatched and like caught up to Westworld on the weekend that's oh, so good yeah so i good. need to get on that one that- that'll be the next new series that i start i think cause i've heard so many good things yeah mm-hmm. the premiere or the finale is this week mm-hmm. so i'm super excited i guess we won't talk about it so we don't spoil anything for tim but that was yeah I definitely like. I saw. Yeah, I I I took ten hours and rewatched those nine episodes, mm-hmm. and like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I caught a whole bunch of stuff that I was. I must not have been paying attention the first time I was because I was talking to Christy. Like I was chatting with Christy while we were. I was watching it, and I was like, I didn't notice that like half the piano music is cover of like Radiohead songs and stuff. And she's like, How? You're a fucking idiot. And I was like, I have. Yes, yeah, I am. I am a fucking idiot. The The AV Club and like Pitchfork have been putting articles up about those uh, Radiohead covers, so I did know that much at least. Well, I had been I'd been kind of like avoiding the uh like the, like all the write-ups and media about it just cuz I knew I'm like I know I'm going to watch this and I just don't want to get spoiled on anything. So, I was like I got to stay away from it. So, I kind of I must not have been paying attention cuz like I think it was episode 5 or 6 and uh I think what do they do? Is it fake plastic trees they do in that episode? Yes. It's a really yeah, it, it's fake plastic trees. And I was like, "Oh, fuck, how did I miss that?" And so I kind of looked it up and I was like, "Oh, I missed like Soundgarden too, so I went back and like started rewatching it um, as because I was I, that was probably the last episode I was in it was like episode six when they played fake plastic trees. And I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna rewatch this from the beginning because it looks like they've been doing this the whole time.
0: Yeah, I can't believe you missed it. There's so many good ones.
1: Um, I apparently don't pay super close attention to the TV I'm watching. So <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. There's very few shows that I like really sit down and pay close attention to. Like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are probably the only two that I usually pay strict attention to oh so like you partially hate yourself because you sit there and pay strict attention to the walking dead <laughs> I, I don't hate it like you do <sighs> yeah i guess i do have it like downloaded i'm gonna watch this season <laughs> so i can watch uh, jeffrey dean morgan do negan i'm very excited to watch that
0: oh yeah that'll be pr- i i i just i won't get back The walking dead <laughs>
1: yeah it's been good well, I, i'm i'm pretty behind on that one as well but this is a good jumping on point since so i'm such a big fan of the comic that like that he's he's a character that i really enjoy so when i get into like if he's gonna be on the tv show going forward then i'm gonna hop on and see if they can if they treat him like a half as well as they do on the comic then i'll be like if he's that half that interesting then i'll be happy with
0: Yep, it. that'd be cool yeah. um but yeah okay Uh, my geeky thing, uh, and then I want to get to the meat of the episode! Mm -hmm.
2: Um,
0: my geeky thing was I started Mass Effect 2, and I went back and did, like, redid my Shepard twice, because I was unsatisfied with how he looked.
1: You mean your, like, character?
0: Yep. I tried to port him in, but, like, Mark... My Mark found, um, a whole bunch of, um, it's literally called a lot of textures, bracket a lot in caps, and, um, it's this, uh, this thing that he, like, installed, and it makes Mass Effect 2 and 3 just look outstanding, like, they're just beyond beautiful, um, they've redone, they've added shadow and, like, just a billion textures everywhere that just brought it from, like... Um, you know, the 7.5 graphics that it was when it came out to like a 15.
1: Can you um, send that to me so that when I play through it, I can use it? I guess.
0: Thank it's you. It's like so big. <laughs> but yeah, it's unreal. It's so good. And it takes like three hours to download and put on, but it's fine.
1: Or maybe tell me what it is and I'll just go find
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that was the geekiest thing I did this week, and it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Cool, cool, cool. But yes, now we're going to get to the meat. M-m-m-meat. Meat, 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 meat. <laughs> now we're at the meat of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what we're going to be talking about this week. I am now an auctioneer sounder. Um, we are talking about community. Because you know what? We are like just coming off Halloween-ish. And, you know, just before Christmas, so we're going to have Christmas-themed episodes coming up. And we just kept thinking, you know, we've done music and we've done video games and we've had lots of lists lately talking about the, our favorite things. But well, something that comes up every episode, it's part of Dance Robot Dance Bingo, is our love of community. We use a reference at least three or four times an episode. So we thought, why not, why not dedicate an episode to our favorite show? So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight and uh we we hope you enjoy and you can share some insights and tell us what you think and uh yeah we'll we'll just uh hit the ground running so um first of all how did you guys discover community what was uh, do you remember how you found it
1: when did it pre- when did it premiere i'm trying to remember like 2009 now. is when it premiered yep. i'm not yeah. sure I probably watched it from the first season. I don't remember exactly. I probably like just saw people talking about it and that it was really good, and uh, and picked it up um, because it would have come out right as I was like, right around when I was starting grad school, and I still had a little bit of free time left uh, because I hadn't like joined a research group yet. Um, So it was a time when I was like openly grabbing new TV shows. Uh, Yeah. I don't remember exactly how I found it. I remember, like, I had just finished at Brock and had a lot of time on my hands. So I was just watching shows. And it was one of those, like, it's such kind of like, it's, you can lose yourself to the show a lot. So yeah. I just kind of sat down. I think I just mainlined the first season, probably. I think it probably caught on between season one and two. And then just, like, had downloaded it all and just watched it. Um, and then watched it on a loop for a couple weeks, because... It was good background music while I was pencil, or background noise while I was penciling, so. True. Yeah, it's it's definitely the sort of show that I can just watch over and over again and just, and I'll put on in the background and just, you know, go just burn through a bunch of episodes all in one shot. I did that today, actually.
0: Yeah, I do the same thing. Um...
1: Yeah, it's definitely on my short list, too, for, like, that kind of show. Like, I don't, I can't mm-hmm. think of anything, like, 30 Rock is one of those that I'll just yep. put on. And... The U.S. Office... Yeah, the U.S. office is another big one for me that I can do that with.
0: Um, but, yeah, so uh, do you remember when you found it, Tim? Um, oh, wait, you said it already. Grad school. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, uh, good. It's fucking
2: shitty
1: hosting. Hosting.
0: hosting. <laughs> how um, about
1: you, Christy? That means all three of us are shitty hosts so how, far. So. How did I
0: find out? How did I find out? Well, Christy, let me tell you how you found out about it. Um, <laughs> I was sitting in my first ever solo apartment and I'd just broken up with my boyfriend at the time and uh, I was feeling a little low and someone told me that I needed to watch the show called Community. They were like, if you haven't seen it yet, start with the paintball episode. And I was like, Ugh, I guess I have nothing better to do. I'd just beaten Red Dead Redemption. You know, I was like, yeah. So I watched the paintball episodes, my first ever episode of Community, and I was just hooked immediately
2: mm-hmm. i was just
0: like yep 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 i'm in yep and i binged i just <laughs> binged it it was already at season uh two so i had lots of episodes to enjoy
1: That's nice. definitely a bingeable show yep. yeah
0: but uh yeah that's how i discovered it just like ever since then it's been i've used a reference from it at least daily
1: yeah i t- I, I uh i litter my speech with jokes from that show that i'm stealing mm-hmm. on like a <laughs> regular basis Um, My coworkers will ask me about like, "Oh, are you coming to this this event or this that or the other thing? Or we're doing this. Do you want to come?" Like, "Yeah, I have a conflict. It uh, conflicts with the enjoyment of my life, which I will use (laughs) all the fucking time." Yeah, Um, I love that bit. So, yeah, I steal I steal shit from that show all the time.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) and it's always like awesome, but also a little embarrassing when someone's like, "Oh, community," and you're like, "Damn it, I just want." I've never
1: actually had anybody. Aside from like outside of like my geekier kind of circle, ever like and nobody at work has ever been like you stole that from Community, didn't you? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> nobody like, ever what? picks it
0: up. No. Yeah,
1: because you guys all day all sucks. So. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Um,
1: so funny, so funny. We're putting Christy to sleep. So
0: funny, so funny. No, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm really tired. Um, but yes, um, next question I'm going to ask just because, uh, I feel like it'll, it'll get, uh, our, our brains rolling about community, Josh Brolin. <laughs> Are you fucking high? Christ- Christy has no. had one
1: glass of wine, folks.
0: I'm yeah. very sleepy. <laughs> um, okay. So we, uh, we all know. That um, you know, there's a million fantastic, fantastic episodes about commu- um, from Community. But if you had to narrow it down, guys, what would be your number one and why?
1: All right, I'll go. Uh, for yeah. me, it's in the. I'm looking at my list and I'm like, <laughs> I can't pick one. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah, there's there's one that kind of edges out uh, the others for me, and it's um, Remedial Chaos Theory. The uh, yep. okay, yeah, from the third season. So that's the episode where uh, they um, roll a dice and basically, depending on what number it lands on, they go through basically a sort of alternate take of the next few scenes. Um, you know, going and that's the sort of the origination of the, the darkest timeline, which goes on to have implications in the later, uh, in some later episodes as well, and uh, yeah. and that we're living in right now. Yeah, (laughs) it's just such a well-done episode. Like, the writing is really good. Every character sort of has their own little moments um, throughout it. Like, there's no one character that's sort of just in the background or whatever. Uh, Yeah, And, and just... The way... That it's so well written just in the way that uh, the there's running gags through the different timelines, like Britta singing Roxanne and Jeff saying no in a couple timelines, but when Jeff's not there, yeah, when Jeff's not there, oh. then they let her keep going, or let her... Yeah, they let her keep going, and...
0: It's the best it's just, night of their lives.
1: Yeah, exactly. It ends up being... And then there's the fucking... The troll that uh, uh, Pierce tries to give to... Uh, uh, Troy that ends up like causing you know terrible luck and the whole fucking place like gets oh set God. set on no. fire that that's the darkest timeline uh, isn't it yeah, um, where, yeah. where Pierce yeah. gets shot in the leg with yeah. Annie's gun and uh, yeah and the the like little running gag on um, Shirley's terrible baking and how everybody's like trying to be polite and
0: that's the first time we see Britta and Troy sort of like yeah intrigued by each other
1: yeah yeah i think it was really like a sort of a turning point in the series like it it uh sort of made it, it, a lot of things sort of started in this episode that were would be carried on in the uh like next the rest of the season and the following season as well it's very much um, like the episode where to where it's like the show just like any kind of semblance of reality on the show like it became a cartoon after that episode like it was so goofy from like season two had like stretched the limits a fair bit but like it was really that episode where things just got really fucking weird all the fucking time it was great also i love that troy has candy cigarettes that's my the bit yeah (laughs) In, in a fucking cigarette case yeah yeah. That's amazing. That's one of
0: my favorite yeah. moments.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's the thing like, or like, there's olives in a bowl. They're like, it's a fancy party, guys. So, like, in so in the fun. bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. It's fancy party. Yeah. And Britta. Yeah. Britta falling in love with the pizza guy.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Wait. There are multiple timelines?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: awesome. It's just, there's so many. That's my number two favorite.
1: Yeah, and Jeff, uh, uh, like, starting the whole thing by uh, having them roll the dice because there's seven people and they he knows that he won't ha- be the one that has to go get the pizza. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. man. And at the end, when, like, Britta has that blue streak in her hair.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and he's Jeff like, at her, Yeah, and every, everybody an arm, in the darkest timeline. Yeah, Jeff lost an arm. <laughs> Pierce is dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Troy, You know. <laughs> Uh, burned out his larynx when he tried to eat that troll for some reason. Obviously, you don't know anything about trolls.
1: Obviously, you don't know anything about trolls. Yeah. <laughs> about trolls. Oh boy. Yeah. So
0: that's many so good, episode, good like bits.
1: Yeah, that that's my favorite album. Of, of, yeah, of my favorite. Not album. Teased. Yeah, my favorite episode. Evil um, trying evil. So bad. Yeah.
0: So, um, Mark, uh, can you tell us what your second, what your second favorite, what your favorite community episode was? Uh, this is like
1: the hardest question to answer. I hate.
0: I know. It's so hard. It's so hard, (laughs) but that's the point. Um,
1: I'm gonna be like really just stereotypical and say, uh, like the one that won me over was Modern Warfare. So like the first paintball episode.
0: Okay. So,
1: it feels like such like a hackney like answer cuz like it's everybody's, hot. But it's such a fucking funny episode. Like it's such a goofy concept that that would happen. It's got such a good bit where he's like um, they take shots at glee. And that's like one of the, for the funny things I wanted to point out is like there's like, there's like a whole bunch of communities fandom has like rivalries with like every other TV sitcom fandom on the planet and for some reason had this huge conflict with glee to the point where the show got involved. And just started taking shots at Glee. <laughs> Christy's looking at me like, I love Glee too. I don't want there to be hate. Is that what you're going to say?
0: Um, I did love Glee for a little bit, but I, I couldn't you? handle it.
1: Oh, Such a terrible show.
0: I couldn't handle it. Such I a just,
1: terrible show. <laughs> so many people, so
0: many of <laughs> my friends loved it so much. And I just couldn't ever fully commit to it. Because I, I hated the camp of it. Certain camp... I love like Ash versus Evil Dead. Anything yeah. Evil Dead is like perfect camp. Yeah, this was just catty high school bitches singing about being catty high school bitches.
1: But yeah, like that—that that was the first time I remember them specifically taking a shot at Glee, and then they continued to do it through, like the rest of the run. So what was
0: the uh, what was the shot?
1: Yeah, there was uh, oh right were, the Glee Club. The Glee Club's like in the trees singing or something like that, and just yeah. like sing
0: sing some original songs. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> <'cause laughs> for
1: Eddie that's where Annie gets shot, too, I yeah. think, at that point, yeah.
0: What was yeah. the feud between them and Glee?
1: Uh, the, uh, initially, uh, it, they both aired their first season at the same time, and um, at the Emmys that year, Community got completely shut out, and Glee got nominated for 19 and won four. Holy. Um, so And the, like, the fandom especially was just like, what the fuck? That show's garbage, and this show's super smart, and you're not going to give it any respect whatsoever. So the uh, the fandom went nuts, and the show was all those guys are just as snarky as the fans are. So I yeah. assume they probably like saw the fan reaction. We're like, well, fuck it, we're gonna put it in the show and just start like ragging on crappy Glee too. So
0: it's always cleverly done.
1: Yeah. Well, there was there's a there's an episode later where they actually yeah. like, have a Glee Club episode or something like that. Karen so. Killam
0: guest starred as the teacher. Yeah. And it, he killed all the, the last Glee Club by um. Having a bus crash.
1: Yeah. Which they reference like four times yeah. <laughs> after the fact.
0: But I love that when they're like, when he's like, um, Britta puts on the, the Mouse King hat. Me so, me so Christmas, me so Christmas. Yeah.
1: She's supposed to be a tree. Yeah. Because Britta's the worst.
0: And if you decide you don't want a tree, well then there can be another bus crash. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. That's a good episode.
0: <laughs> that episode we were talking about it was good
1: yeah it's yeah. a good episode that's my favorite <laughs>
0: um, what was your favorite moment in that episode
1: oh the uh, Chang coming in with the uh, the machine gun and oh, then oh doing, like, the the, doing the John Woo shit I love early season Chang before he goes nuts and becomes kind of shitty <laughs> like when he's still like the asshole Spanish teacher that's my favorite version of the character I love that version of the character it's got the tiny piece of paper. Yeah, the tiny What's piece of paper. What's this here? Little itty-bitty, little tiny itty-bitty piece of paper with all the answers on it. Yeah, and I love the uh, his rivalry with um, John Oliver's character, oh, too. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: With Professor Duncan?
1: <laughs> yeah, Professor Duncan. Yeah. I love John Oliver so much, but he's yeah. so, like... Oh, Professor Ian Duncan, is it Professor Bed Chag. You're not a professor. Yeah. Teacher Chag. Teacher Chang? Yeah, I just watched that one this afternoon. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. Where they they've got this six thousand dollar uh judging table that's in yeah. the pool area. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff calls them all out on like how they think they're it's a prestigious school or the dean wants to be prestigious. Yeah. Before they totally fanderize the dean too. Yeah, well that was the first episode where the dean like really factored in as like a real character and oh, you started getting glimpses of like what he would become. Oh
0: yeah. I love that yeah. bit
1: later like that for some reason the uh the Dalmatian thing, the Dalmatian Oh my thing. god, yeah. so, so, so funny. For no. Like, I got to understand. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. Yeah. So funny. So
0: fucking good. That's the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where he turns that corner. <laughs> And then he's at the Craig. Is it the? It must be the the season finale where he's at the dance and like two people show up in Dalmatian costumes. Yep. Because mm-hmm. he's he's put a Craigslist ad out or something like that, and two people show up and he's like, "Oh, dream coming true," and he runs stores. Isn't though. that the
0: like, Halloween? No, it's the Valentine's yeah. Day episode.
1: Yeah. Is it the Valentine's it, Day episode. Yep. Yeah. There's so many little smart like Easter eggs like that that you don't wouldn't necessarily pick up unless you're watching them like back to back to back sort of thing.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite Easter eggs is the Beetlejuice one.
1: Yeah, that one's funny. I remember when that <laughs> happened too. I was like, "That's," the, and I because I specifically remember watching him walk by in the background after she said it. And I'm like, "Huh?" I got to go look up what the like. I remember the first one because I remember like Slater calls Britta that, and then I was like, "What was the other one?" And then I had to go look it up, but it made me think like, "Oh shit, I got to go look that up." Because you know they did it. Like you knew they did it. Like yeah, they said it three times, and there's Beetlejuice. Yeah.
0: It was just so subtle in the background. It was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, um, my favorite episode, this is, again, so hard to decide, but um, I think I'm going to go with maybe a general consensus of one of the favorites, Um, and it was the Dungeons and Dragons.
1: That was a very good episode. That was my absolute favorite
0: episode. episode. I loved it so much.
1: What was the name of that one? Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Advanced, Right. It's on my like list. I had like a. I was I was just putting them all on a list so that I could decide my favorite one, then I was like oh, yeah. yeah, that was definitely on there. Is so that uh, season season three?
0: No, season two. Episode Se- four two episode
1: fourteen. Two 14. But okay, gotcha. the
0: reason I loved it was like it's not even community's strongest, like overall episode, but it was one of their smartestly pro- like smartestly. They're smartestly guys. It was just one of the most intelligently produced episodes because of the way they they didn't even need to show anything from Dungeons and Dragons or anything mythical. It was just with the sound effects and the production and just the script overall. It was brilliant.
1: I also enjoy the Chang in like blatant blackface. Oh, my God. (laughs) As the 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 gnome or whatever. Yeah, he's like an elf or some shit like that. Yeah. And he's the first to die, like 13 seconds into the game. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I I don't know. I I almost like the the later Dungeons and Dragons episode. They did better. The one that had a uh, Bob Cross or oh. uh, or David Cross. Oh. In I it. haven't
0: seen that yet because I yeah. haven't seen. I'll confess, I have not seen season six.
1: Oh, that's right. Before, no, it's season five. <sighs> Towards the end of season but five. I
0: haven't seen the end of season five. <laughs>
1: For shame! I can't remember the actor's name right now, but it's Mike from Breaking Bad. That's all. I Yeah, uh, Hickey. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, I just I yeah, it was such a good episode.
1: I love the first Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: so many good moments. They're both good. But I also liked that it kind of gave um, Neil a bit more of a an opportunity to be a, a character that they could use more often.
1: <laughs> Fat Neil. Well, he'd always be. He'd always been kind of in the background, yeah. like doing stuff. He yeah. A character before, kind of. Well, that was where they really started leaning on their like the like their Simpsons esque, like, expansive cast of other mm-hmm. students, like at yeah. that point. Because that was around the same time they introduced Magnitude, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Pop
0: pop. I love that he's um from Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we've talked about this on the show before. We have, yeah, we did once.
0: He's in Galavant, though, and he sings quite well.
1: Huh. I, oh, I love the episode where uh, was it the the um, like really, uh, fucking white privilege kid comes in and uh, he oh, wants, make him give he, wants yeah. he wants pop pop, and yeah. so they tell magnitude <laughs> that he can't say it anymore, and so he he's like sitting there like aggravating, trying to like find a new thing to come up with. He's having a nervous <laughs> breakdown in the study room, like writing it on the fucking blackboard or whatever. So in the fucking- funny,
0: pop pop pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want that. What?
1: Poor magnitude. Yeah. That's mine now. Yeah. Ma- magnitude, you can't say pop pop anymore.
0: Yeah, so funny. No pop pop? I love it when the dean <laughs> freaks out. Which one? Anytime.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Every time the dean freaks my out. My favorite's the uh, I think it might be you might not have seen it yet, but the uh, Tim it for sure, the rap when he's in <laughs> No, no, no,
0: that's my favorite. <laughs> the dean baby costume. <laughs> Don't talk about it.
1: All right. We'll we'll leave that for later.
0: That's my favorite. <laughs> Don't you dare take that.
1: Oh, I was just like, for some reason, it just popped into my head that like, for some reason, Jack Black's in an episode.
0: Oh, yeah. When he like desperately wants to be a part of the group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is backup and shit like that. And then like the rest of the group tries to get into the cool group because they're all assholes. Yeah. So fucking good. (laughs) Not even a great episode, but there's good bits in it. But that's like, it's so key to the show. Is it like, even if the the episode's like, oh, the A story is like mediocre. There's probably something hilarious in the B story that you're going to go back to three times. Or even just like the post credit vignette or something like that is amazing.
0: Yeah. It's true.
1: Yeah. Cause I was, I was gonna talk about that. Cause like there's a, there's an episode in like at season one, I think. it. Yeah. Season one, physical education. The whole main story is about Jeff uh, taking billiards or whatever, taking, taking the pool class. He won't class. wear shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he won't <laughs> wear shorts cause he's too, like he's too hipstery to wear shorts or whatever for this gym class. But like the B story is about Abed, this, they find a drawing of Abed in a textbook or something like that. And uh, they go after this girl for Abed. And like, there's two sweet, like, amazing bits that are like my favorite community bits. And the one is like, they're like, okay, Abed, you gotta go get this girl. So go over there. And he's like, well, I wouldn't do that. That's not how I do things. And they're like, okay, is there a version of you who would? And he turns around and starts acting like a fucking vampire like, randomly <laughs> for no reason and starts hissing and shit. And Troy like tackles him and brings him back. And they're like, no, 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 we can't, no, 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 we can't do this. What are you doing? He's like, I think it was a vampire. <laughs> and fucking pierce bolts. He's like, I'm a two-striker, I gotta go. <laughs> fucking best bit. That is the bit that, like, completely sealed community for me. Like, that was the reason why I'd watched all of it and enjoyed it up till that point. That bit almost killed me. I almost choked to death. Oh, my God, it was so, so funny.
0: Because it was so out of nowhere. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he just turns around and starts doing fucking vampire shit. I was like, what are you doing? This is great. <laughs> I loved it so much.
0: I wonder if that was improvised.
1: Oh, I'm sure he, they do all kinds of wacky shit. They're all improv guys, aren't they? Like, don't they have like a...
0: Quite a few of them.
1: But, uh, and then there's another thing. in that It's in the same episode. I just watched it because we were talking about it before the we started recording. Um, where they're teaching him how to hit on girls. And he goes over and starts doing the Don Draper thing. Oh, yeah. thing. It just like totally, yeah. it's like is hitting on Alison Brie like crazy, and she's totally into it, and like they almost kiss, and everybody freaks out.
0: Well, she's in Mad Men.
1: Yeah, and that's the that's the best part of the joke is that she plays Trudy on Mad yeah. Men. Yeah, so. yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I actually this is sort of a tangent, but I had a uh, brush with celebrity this past week while I was in Niagara on the Lake for my sister's wedding. Uh, Vincent Kartheiser, who played Pete Campbell, Alison Brie's husband and uh or trudy's husband in uh mad men, mad men sat down at a table next to us uh when we were having lunch one day that's awesome it's just it's just him and his baby he's yeah he's the uh uh he's married to alexis Bledel from uh gilmore, oh, gilmore cool. Girls. um and so it was like the day after the new season dropped and uh she she must have been nearby too because he like ordered something to go for her
0: that's pretty cool and you
1: didn't just hang out and wait yeah, well, he he sat down and actually had um, lunch like with his uh, with their son, and uh-huh. uh, like we had a little moment because like his son was like making you know like smiles at us. He's like less than a year old kind of thing, and no. was, uh, yeah, and so like we were smiling back and talked to him a little bit, but didn't let on that we knew who he was. And then just as he got up to left uh, to leave, I. Uh, told him that we uh, loved his work in Mad Men. And he said, oh, thanks. That's really sweet. And then left. And, he, that, and that his character on Angel was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to bring that part up.
0: That's it's like, we just had a nice lunch. Like, why make him throw it out? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. so, you didn't get to meet Alexis Bledel then? No, she was not there. She must have been like in a hotel. I imagine like right now because uh, Gilmore Girls like just dropped. She's probably not really wanting to hang out in public a lot because she'd probably get recognized. Oh, yeah. Whereas he's not done anything big really recently, so he's yeah, probably gets recognized a little less. The reaction to that was not super great. I noticed either that, the Gilmore Girls thing.
0: Really, I thought people I loved could it.
1: Care less. I don't.
0: I don't know. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I've never. I can't stand that fucking show. So <laughs> me neither. Can't fucking stand I just it. Never seen
0: it. But that's a cool <laughs> moment.
1: That is yeah, it was cool. fun.
0: Making faces at the baby.
1: But yeah, I love that. I love that bit where he like just turns on the fucking like the Don Draper and just like she's just like melting over him and I'm like that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and it's like it's such a, like the A the a story to that episode like I don't like I barely care about it at all it does have the funny bit where he like brings his leg up and they all look at his buckle yeah. or whatever like, <laughs> like that's not that that's funny-ish but like that B story has those two beats in it that are just fucking gold. Cool. plus the white Abed like
0: oh white yeah. Abed
1: yeah <laughs> it's like Abed but employable it's like Jesus Christ <laughs> Pierce.
0: Um, oh, speaking so. of favorite moments though Tim do you have any favorites that like stand out for you
1: favorite moments um yeah i think i uh, so i was just rewatching like the first season today and i think uh, like one of the things that just really makes a show for me is the troy and abed stuff oh, yeah. yeah um and so i think my favorite moment of the series is really the first one where you really sort of see their relationship like forming and the first like just sort of goofy thing they do together which is the spanish rap
0: oh yeah in The second episode. Oh.
1: at yeah. the end of the second episode so the ¿Donde la biblioteca? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's so good and it just it really sets the stage for like all the amazing things that they're gonna do later on yeah. uh so yeah i mean i think without that without troy and abed i think that i would you know be ma- i would enjoy the show maybe about like 50 percent as much as i it's do true. uh I love Abed's character and it's like such a uh, B episode but the one where he like starts his own religion.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so ridiculous
1: but it's so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably like my, my total favorite episode or favorite uh, moment.
0: I, I love it when Ab- anytime Abed's like, I need help reacting to something or he's like, your face has changed. Yeah. <laughs> what does that yeah. mean? Are you mad?
1: <laughs> I love yeah. the, uh, I think it's the one where they drunk dial. Britta drunk dials Jeff and he like, Jeff breaks him from the amount of drinking they do the night before. And yeah, he can't. He starts talking about like how how inflection's so important in sarcasm or something like that. He's like, "Oh yeah, see, I should have inflected more. Sarc inflection is so interesting, it's so, important.
0: <laughs> so important. It's so good." Um
1: yeah.
0: This isn't my favorite moment, but Mark is currently my Mark is currently watching the um, Hawthorne episode uh, where they're all oh. the oh yeah. the, the
1: video game episode. Uh, yeah, that's one of my honorable mentions.
0: But um.
1: That's one of my honorable mentions too. Yet yeah.
0: I love the moment in that though when Britt is like, um, "It's just bad because of all this like you know blatant racism or like," and then she's like, "Drive turkeys, kill them all before they multiply." <laughs> <laughs> gobble 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 gobble.
1: I don't feel comfortable with this. I love, the, uh,
2: <laughs> I love the, oh,
1: <laughs> the bit where like uh, Abed meets is it Hilda. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the NPC yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, I've never been so turned on in my life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like,
1: <he's laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Going through the menus and shit. He's like, I think like, I love you. So I actually like took the time and like paused the screen. I kept like pausing the screen to see everything that was on those menus and stuff. Oh yeah, too. me too. And there's a lot of really good like little like uh, Easter in eggs jokes? and stuff like that in there. Yeah. Nice. And in jokes and that kind of thing. I
0: love that. In, uh, when it, there's a couple um, really gruesome things in it. Because like remember with Abed with all his kids? Um There's yeah, a yeah, there's
1: and they're all dying at the in the, the, in the skeleton
0: fight. hanging in like the yeah. the dungeon. Oh god.
1: Yeah, is he showing them like the mine where he's got them working as yeah. slave labor yeah. or something? Um, <laughs> and uh, and and Annie and Shirley fucking burn down Hilda's yeah. family's house with his, with his parents in it. <laughs> fucking kill the like kill the dad.
0: <laughs> These are your graves. I'm just t- yeah. I'm just tying them up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but before we go into our honorable mentions um I my favorite moment um is actually with the dean. Uh, it's like I think it's probably I I was one of those like I died moments when I first saw it. Like I was just in, in tears. And um I'm try- I think it was a clip show, but it's when Annie Oh no, no, no. It's when they're um talking about uh, Abed's in counseling because the dean's been um Captured and there's the uh, Doppeldeaner. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it's uh,
1: <laughs> the Moby impersonator. The Moby impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they set that up in the first fucking season. Yeah. Like yeah. in the first season, they're like, "Doesn't that he look dude like, Moby? like Moby?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, no, it's just my favorite moment is when they're all like, "Yeah, the dean loved us." And they're talking about all the things that the dean did, and then Annie walks by that girl. Wearing the same outfit. And the dean says, <laughs> Heather, you have a cold. She's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out, <laughs> out of here. She <laughs> chases her out of the school. Yeah. I uh. died. Like It was so funny. Just like <laughs> the way that he just attacked her it was so funny.
1: You have to watch. Like once you notice it, you'll never not notice it again. But watch whenever he's in the room. Anytime he walks in, he touches Jeff.
0: Yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Right on the chest. Always
1: touches Jeff, like on the shoulder or on the chest or something like that. Yeah. yeah, every time, every time he touches. Hello, him. Jeffrey. Hello, yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Or like that episode where they sing "Kiss from Mer- a Kiss from Was It Yeah Kiss from a Rose, from a Rose. You-
0: Seal Oh
1: God Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. We've uh, Decided to Go on the Color Spectrum of Seal to Seal's Teeth
1: Yeah Oh God Oh God yeah, yeah. I Just I Just Watched That One Today <laughs> They're Like Trying Their Best Not to Be Racist And Then yeah. uh, And Then And Then uh, Dean Pelton Orders His Coffee uh, Nipsey Russell with Enough Cream to Get Up to Barack Obama Yeah <laughs> Oh, Desmond Tutu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Des- Des- Desmond Tutu, yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> there's God. that whole exchange, too. I think it's in that episode where Jeff's trying to convince Troy to rejoin the football team. Yeah. And he's like, it's in your blood. That's racist. Your soul? That's racist. He's like, there's something else. It's like, that's, that's homophobic. That's black. <laughs> that's, that's racist. That's racist. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good exchange. And yeah. that was the episode oh. where, where they like uh, settle on the, the human being. Costume, the oh, the costume, mascot? yeah, yeah. And he can't, like, yeah. basically, like a fucking gimp suit, and he can't talk in it. He can't see.
0: Oh, when the human being is out, like the icicles on him.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's got, now it's got a bow and arrow. That's safe because yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Greendale human being.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. It's oh, so funny. So creepy.
0: Okay. Um. Honorable vengeance What are they?
1: Oh uh, yeah, well, we already talked about uh one of mine um a little well we touched on it, which is uh the digital estate planning so uh good. so it's yeah the castle <laughs> yeah. Hawkthorne episode um but yeah, that's so good, I mean, they did all of the uh uh the graphics and the soundtrack and everything on that so well um and I'm they play that game so bad yeah <laughs> i'm I'm really surprised that they didn't like have somebody make it as like a flash game or something like that yeah. um. But, yeah, it was just done so well and uh, so many little, like, little Easter eggs and stuff like that in that episode. Um, anyways, Mark, this is one of your honorable mentions too, right? Uh, it is in my long list. Okay. So. But, yeah, just so, so well done. Like, uh, And they, they even, with having uh, Giancarlo Esposito in it, there's, like, a meth reference in the episode as well. Yeah. So they bring, <laughs> like, the Breaking Bad, like, uh, meta stuff um and i love like when pierce uh uh digs himself into a hole and then covers it up so that he dies um, <laughs> i love that it's hippies that kill them at the beginning too yeah because <laughs> like they come out of the study room because for some reason they're in the study room yeah dirty hippies it really reminded me what was there was another show that was uh like the whole show was done in 8-bit and it was really good and i can't remember what it was what it's called now um fuck what was that 8-bit tv show come on cool Google. story bro
2: yeah, cool. Stuff like uh, so. Google
1: Code Monkeys. Did you guys watch Code, Code Mon- Monkeys? No, 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 no. no that no. was a really fucking good show. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was on like G4 and it only had a couple episodes or a couple seasons, but uh, it was done really well. And it was also in the same way, like the whole show was in the style of like an eight bit game sh- or uh, video game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if that's if you liked the Castle Hawthorne episode, then go watch Code Monkeys as well. Yep. What's your other one, Tim? Yeah, was your other one? Uh, my other one. Uh, this is one that's probably not a lot of people's favorite, but it's uh, regional holiday music, uh, which is I think their first uh, Christmas episode. Oh, that's the Glee episode. Wait, yeah. yeah, it's the Glee episode where they um, end up taking over for the Glee club, and the main reason that this is my favorite episode is because of the fucking Annie scene. Oh, the oh. And Mark knows exactly what I'm talking about.
0: It's like, oh, the Christmas um, is funny. Me, yeah. silly, look what pretty. I, I think I remember it. Um, <laughs> something da da, da, da da Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Do I trip? <laughs>
1: someone, <me>? someone <laughs> help me understand Christmas. And it's just you know the the.
0: Bloody me, dumb. How pretty, have fun. Boop de boop de boop boop
1: sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I've I've definitely got a thing for Alison Brie in that. Oh uh, yeah, you that, and I both. That, that little outfit there. Oh, just uh, the outfit? I have yeah. a thing for Alison Brie, period. Oh, in general, yeah, but that her in that particular outfit was like amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: What the minute? What the Really reached the diminishing returns there on the uh, on the sexiness.
0: What the minute, minute? <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. And that's
1: the, and they bring Taron Killam back in that for the uh uh as like Mr. Rad, the head of the Glee Club. And I guess the Glee Club had like a terrible bus accident or something like that, and that's why they can't go to regionals. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that he had orchestrated the bus accident and like cut the brakes or something like that. Yeah. Um yeah, and uh I mean that one is definitely a huge um takedown take on Glee. Uh, And then there is Pierce's musical number, Baby Boomer Santa. Baby
0: Boomer Santa, thank you for everything.
1: Thank you for DVDs. (laughs) You're welcome. You're 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 welcome. welcome. You're
0: welcome (laughs) for all the things. In the world. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on American Pearl.
1: Yeah and uh and Shirley's like insistence on there being like Jesus and all the songs and that's how they get uh oh, Shirley into boy. the club. With yeah the it's kids. uh yeah it's with the kids. Like
2: uh I, I don't understand Whose
0: birthday this is? They don't let me pray. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: they. Will. Oh no, they and won't let, let you, know they won't let them pray. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: no, that's how they get it. That's how they do.
1: Yeah, that's how they do it. <laughs> but I think that that is by far their best uh, Christmas episode. I mean, they only did like two or three, but I think that's for sure the best one. The other one's good too, though, where they do the, uh, the stop motion animation. I didn't like that one as much. It still had some good moments, but uh, I don't think it's as strong as this one. I think John Oliver's funny in it. I think that's my the yeah. reason why I like it so much. So a lot of John Oliver that, yeah. that always wins me over. So, yeah, that's true. As the like wizard or whatever. Yeah. Um that's a good seg into my one of my honorable mentions though because he, my first one is Paradigms of Human Memory and it's the episode oh. that's all made up of fake flashbacks. That's one of mine. Oh, that's yeah. one of mine too.
0: It's so <laughs> good. It's where
1: they, and they actually reference the fucking they're like, "Oh, we went we went to regionals last year." And they're that gaslighting. That really
2: them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's that's such a good episode it was one of the best like the best ways they could have ever made fun of a clip show
1: yeah 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 Which was just really, like having none of the clips be actual clips and shit like that it was so good yeah and i love that whole there's a there's a riff in there where they're like talking about uh like the annie and jeff of it all and they're they, they do like the sarah mclaughlin song and they're showing them like <laughs> furtively glancing at each other across of the room and stuff like that and then Abed's like you can do the same shit for me and me and Pierce and like they do the yeah. same thing with <laughs> the same music and it's like Abed telling Pierce to zip him, like pull the zipper up and stuff like that or like
0: oh my god it's so funny
1: I yeah. love that That's that's just what I love about the show in general. Is like right from the get go, like they were just sending up everything. Like nothing was sacred. They were totally willing to make fun of every like trope from every sitcom ever. Like right from the first like couple episodes, and that was what really like grabbed me on it. Yeah, Yeah, they they hit their stride so quick on the show too. So yeah, I mean we were talking about this earlier as well. Like it really like the pilot. There's still some weird stuff going on. Like you can tell that certain characters hadn't really reached their sort of final. Personalities yet and stuff like that. Like Troy, especially, is is uh, pretty pretty weird. Um, like re- a lot more jockey in the first episode. And if you take like um, Britta, especially like in the early seasons, and compare yeah. the character to, like the later seasons, like whoa, okay. But they actually they, see that's the thing though. They're so good about it that they even lampshade it at that point because he yeah. turns like Jeff turns to her eventually. And he's like, "You're a lot smarter when I met you."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so funny.
1: Which I'm not gonna lie is an insult that I use all the fucking time. <laughs> Britta, Britta is the one character that, that I think, uh, I, I think that she kind of got the short end of the stick in a lot of ways. Like she just became like really a caricature of herself by like even the second season. Um, and I think that, that I, I thought that that was one thing that sort of ended up being pretty played out pretty quickly, but they just kept fucking riffing on it cause it was working for them. Yeah. Well, I think she like, they kind of, um, I think their plan, the plan was for like her and in- Britta, or her and Jeff to hook up, and then, yeah. because they never really did, yeah. like her character got derailed by that. Like she was supposed to be like the love interest, and then ended up not being the love interest, kind of thing. So that yeah. brings me to something I wanted to ask you guys: who do you sh- who do you ship Jeff with?
0: Oh, Annie.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, I only because I well, I don't really ship Annie with anybody except for me, but like. <laughs> Um, in terms of characters on the show, I do like the fact that she has like whenever Abed plays a character like yes. the Don Draper thing I was talking yeah. about, she immediately is just like drawn so to, him. to him, drawn to him. Like when he does the Han Solo oh. thing in the second yeah. paintball episode, God, or, like... Han
0: Solo is so funny.
1: Or even when he uh, does his like crazy documentary directing stuff, like she becomes like enamored with him and becomes like her, his crazy assistant and stuff. Like that was no, that was Abed's uh, a, a visionary. Oh yeah, the commercial. no that was. That's that was the, the dean. dean. That's the dean, man.
0: That's my other no. honorable mention.
1: Well, no. Uh, it, well, the dean does as well, but, um, but she goes. She no, becomes no, she like his assistant. Ranty. Yeah, but that's the dean episode. That's, that's yeah. the
0: documentary episode. Abed and her. It's um the one that goes crazy with Abed is, is Shirley.
1: Oh, when he she thinks he's a soothsayer. Yeah. Because oh, he keeps yeah, showing yeah. those videos. Yeah, the, the, the videos, episode. Yeah, the the videos that uh, where he's like telling the future. Yeah. I'm gonna die by a werewolf. I love the like, there's so many creepy little things in there where like he like figures out their menstrual cycles. And oh stuff my god, like give them chocolate. They freak out. Like that was I lost my shit. <laughs> and then oh, at the end no of the lie. episode they're they're filming uh the actors doing their spanish rap from like the second episode like i love losing it yeah it's like the second or it's like halfway through the first season and they're already doing callbacks to like you know (laughs) like three or four episodes earlier i love that and i love how like every time they do something like that and they get somebody else involved the rest of the team get or the group gets fucking really annoyed because they're like (laughs) There's one really early on where they're doing, like, the elevator gag, like, the escalator elevator, like, stairs gag, and they're like, yeah. this is really cool, guys, like, watch, and they're like, guys, what the fuck? And they're, like, lose it, and just like, okay, no, 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 we're done, We'd, like," and they all leave, and yeah. they're like, no, they're going to do the best part, like, the elevator, and like, go down, change clothes, and come back up, and they're like, oh, oh, oh yeah,
0: we killed <laughs> in it. So That's so funny. Nobody
1: cares. Or, like, uh, Troy and Abbott in the morning, like, the actual talk yeah. show stuff. Yeah. <laughs> where they got Jeff up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like,
0: the camera's here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so funny. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, you pretty much just said all my honorable mentions. (laughs) Um, The only
1: other one I had was uh, Aerodynamics of Gender, um, the one with the secret trampoline. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just because um, that guy who now plays, I think he plays Mike on Veep now. Um, where he's, he takes off, like they find out at the end that he's really fucking racist. Yeah, because he's like he, he's got his shirt he's like off, a and white sister or whatever. Got, like the swastika on his chest. <laughs> he's Got the swastika on his chest. He's like, oh no, it's going to be a maze. This is just the beginning of it. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Trying to cover up the fact. Or when he's like, oh, this is uh, this is um, about the darkness getting in, and he's talking yeah. about Troy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that. Like, wait, was Jacob a racist?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's also like that's the the start of uh, Pierce's like descent into pill addiction yes. too. Actually, that episode that's where he breaks his legs. Um. Oh, that's you know what? That's the fucking RoboCop episode too. Those like all these like it's the complete B story. You don't even think yep. it's related. Oh yeah. And that's the one where Abed and uh, is it Hillary Duff?
0: Yes. Yes. When yes. Hilary Duff yes. guest stars, yep.
1: and they don't even make a fun. So about many the good guest stars. There. Yeah. Like Patton Oswalt that we, you yeah. didn't think of on he that one episode? in the
0: first season. Yeah,
1: yeah I, ju- I just watched that one today. He's kind of the Hawkeye of the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, he actually literally calls himself Hawkeye. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to hit on Annie. Like yeah. we all would. Yeah.
0: Um, but um, a few episodes I'm surprised we didn't mention yet were uh, basic lupine urology from season three. Uh, which, which is the one where they're law and ordering about the sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yams. Oh, yeah. Yams. Yeah.
1: And oh, isn't that the one at the end where uh, they have... What's his name say? Like, everybody's everybody's got to have a code? I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, shit. From The Wire?
0: Yes. Um, um. Black actor. What's his name? Oh, it's so funny, though. Yeah. He talks about being in prison and how they didn't have, like, Legos.
1: <laughs> oh, no, because he's talking about how... Now they're sets they used to just be blocks, yeah. And they stuff used to like just that. be
0: blocks, and now it comes with all these pieces.
1: <laughs> it's Michael K. Williams, uh, who played Omar Little in The Wire. And at the oh, end, yeah. they're talking about like the guy dying, and he's like, It's fine, a man's got to have a code. And they, they lampshade it by the dean immediately being like, Awesome, <laughs>
0: like, yeah. that's, his,
1: that's his like writ, like his bit from The Wire, like that's his uh, his kind of catchphrase from The Wire, yeah yeah it's like the best character on the show uh, wow uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna watch that totally differently because i hadn't watched the wire until like i think last year or something like that um and, and i haven't watched uh uh i haven't watched community all the way through since then so yeah when you get to that just watch that episode specifically because he does do like the every man's gotta have a code yeah. thing, and the dean like reacts immediately and it's fucking funny as shit yeah
0: wait yeah. was the dean Omar. on the wire
1: no, 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 no. no. Uh, Michael K. Williams was Omar on the Wire. Yeah, he's the guy that plays the the black teacher, it's the it's the uh, the teacher for the biology class or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know who we're talking about. I thought you meant on the yeah. Wire. I was like, I've never seen the Wire. I, I don't know. know if he plays. thought it. you're it.
1: describing his character on the Wire, and I was like, no, he's not a teacher. What are you talking oh, about?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, on the
1: Wire, he's a he's a black uh, stick a yeah. yeah borderline. You could vigilante. just be a
0: man, guys. So racist. <laughs> um, but the other episodes, I'm surprised we haven't mentioned are. Um, let me see here. Um, contemporary American poultry when they're the mafia with the chicken fingers.
1: No, that was fun. pretty funny. Yeah,
0: and um, we didn't talk about. Um, well, we barely talked about documentary filmmaking Redux because that's just a phenomenal episode. That's my honorable mention.
1: <laughs> is but, that the the dean one or yeah. is that the one where they they film? Pierce having had the overdose and then him like bequeathing stuff to people. That one's that good. 20? Oh yeah. 22. But
0: it's not I, I like the documentary of filmmaking Redux where they're filming the commercial and um Louis. With Louise Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, love this place. Sit tear this place. I've got laid so much in my time here. Yeah. But um <laughs> I got laid like crazy.
1: I got laid like crazy. Yeah,
0: but um I also uh I just, one of my favorite moments in that is when Jeff is, like, becoming a part of the bald cap because he's been in it for so long. Yeah. And then the Dean's like, lose the bald cap. It's fake. And he's like, no, I have bald friends. And you just see (laughs) Chang, understudy.
1: I like Chang, too, because he's like, he's got the bald cap on his hair and then, like, the Jeff hair (laughs) and then a bald cap.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's to... I have to wear my Jeff hair underneath my bald cap. I'm I'm literally
1: dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'm literally dying yeah. here.
0: But um, I love
1: the i love all the uh like speaking of Chang, like horror. all the um yeah, that's good. I'm horrible.
0: Too, but, like, I'm horrible.
1: The uh all the Chang um like <laughs> him using his name as a pun all okay, the time.
0: Changnesia.
1: Like yeah, Changnesia or like do you have a do you have room in your yeah. pocket for a little Chang and shit like that? Like, <laughs> Changnesia.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. so funny.
1: I think Creepy Stalker Chang, where he's like on top of the fucking bookcase for some reason.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, he's like
1: when he's living in the vents for like two seasons. Yeah, when he's like yeah. greased
0: up in the vents, he's just like rubbing <laughs>
1: grease up. Yeah, <off> that was <laughs> so gross.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's so He's just such a brilliant <laughs> comedy actor. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, he really um, is.
0: And the other one that I'm surprised we didn't mention, and then I'll stop saying that, is Horror Fiction and Seven Spooky Steps. Okay.
1: I think I didn't bring that one up because we talked about it on our Halloween TV episode.
0: Yeah, but I still think yeah. it deserves a mention because it's such a good yeah. episode. Like, oh yeah. God, it's so funny. Just all of feet it. Hands. Yep, feet hands. <laughs> feet hands. And we, did, we also talked about epidemiology, so.
1: yeah. Well, we're talking about Halloween stuff, right? Yeah. I like the, um, what was the one where everybody kind of gets, or he, uh, Rich, with the, the the introduction to pottery or something like that. Oh, my God. Sure. <laughs> and then he ends up like, because they, they riff on it later, too, where he, he runs back to like meet somebody and you think he's going to hook up with Annie and it ends up he's trying to meet Rich because he wants mm-hmm. to like figure out how how to become as awesome as Rich is. Or what does he say to him? He's like, I'm so awesome, but you could teach me to be better. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I also really like the, um, the Meow Meow Bits episode. That's an awesome episode, actually. Like, that's one of the few like later episodes. Yeah, with uh, Tim and Eric. Yeah. Oh, what's his name, too? Um, Coogler. Yeah, the, Coog- the Coogler. The Coog. The Coog. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And then the credits are, uh, are like a trailer for the Coogler's movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's in um he's in that season's paintball episode too, like the hidden paintball episode. He's yeah. the guy who's dealing the paintballs to people or something like that. There's a hidden yeah.
0: paintball episode.
1: It's the the spy one. Yeah, it's um oh I haven't seen I it yet. It's I think it's in season six. Yeah, it is because uh Padgett Brewster is in there.
0: Now, yeah. did Community get canceled after season six, or did it just decide to end?
1: No, what happened was the. Because what happened was, like, they went, they did five seasons on NBC and then did the sixth season on Yahoo, something. Yahoo yeah. screen. Yahoo screen, yeah. yeah. Um, and what happened was, Yahoo screen did so poorly overall. Like, its highest rated show was Community and not even yeah. that high. And the streaming quality was garbage um, that they just killed the whole program. Oh, and Community mm-hmm. kind of died as a result of that. Yeah. Um, you still get every once in a while. You still get mentions on stuff like Dan Harmon will be like, "I'm working on the movie, guys. I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'm working on it." Like, yeah. oh
0: yeah, they have to do six seasons in a movie. There has to be a movie.
1: <laughs> they did six seasons. Yeah, I just wish like yeah, like Netflix would pick it up and do a movie or something like that.
0: Well, you never know. They might. But the thing is that Dan Harmon has so much flack in the industry that like, He's
1: not a super popular guy. Apparently. No,
0: like people are, <laughs> really don't like him. Yeah. I watched Town, and it was um you guys know what that is? His documentary yeah. about his podcast.
1: I was going to say it's his podcast, isn't I've, it?
0: Yeah, but he did a documentary yeah, I've heard, I've heard on of Netflix. It. it was really yeah. well done actually. Yeah. It's really really good. But it does give you kind of like this weird like visual into his mind and it, he is an egotistical prick. But he's so self-aware that he just doesn't give a shit.
1: Mhm. Yeah. I don't see how he could have written Community and not been amazingly self-aware, or created Community and been amazingly self-aware.
0: Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, um, he—he's got this bad rep and he knows it. And he's like, the thing is, though, I'm very talented. Like, I know <laughs> I'm good. I know I'm really good.
1: Well, the show's brilliant. Like, yeah, because he does Rick and Morty too, which is fucking. Oh
0: my god, Rick too, and Morty. Right?
1: So, like, he's obviously a super talented guy. It's just, like, sometimes super talented guys are complete pains in the ass to work with. So. Yeah, it's
0: true. But, um, yeah, so um, I guess uh, we should probably start to wrap this sooner or later. But um, <laughs> a couple, I've got a couple more questions. Um, okay, so here's a fun one. And this, listeners, is something you, too, can ask yourself. Um, which character do you see yourself in the most out of the, the main, um, like, uh, I'd say like up to season five, the main characters. Huh. And that can be including Chang that can include Dean, the the Dean that can include, um, um, uh, you know, the, the main six.
1: I'd probably be closest to Annie, I think. Yeah, that explains why I'm so into you, Tim.
0: <laughs>
1: just just in the fact that like I I was definitely like very much an overachiever in like high school and uh, that sort of thing, um, and also to uh, to some extent in college. And I'm also like I'm a perfectionist. I feel like I need to do things you know really well if I'm gonna do them. Um, so I mean I, I've never had a pill addiction, but uh, besides that, <laughs> that we know of, yeah, that I know of.
0: Is this your way of saying you need help? Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. scared. <laughs> Zach. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love when people use that.
1: <laughs> um, although I, my, I, my dad is a lot like Pierce, <laughs> 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 right, right down to the like occasional like casual racism. That that he just sort of, you know, throws out there once in a while. It's pretty fucking funny. And, like, he's also, my dad's kind of absent-minded as well. And, yeah.
0: That's so funny.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I see man. a lot of,
1: but, yeah, I see a lot of I, my dad, both in Chevy Chase and in uh, Pierce.
0: Oh, dear. Hope your dad doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. No, I
1: don't even <laughs> think my dad knows what a podcast is. He does have an iPod, but... If he's like Pierce, he wouldn't know how to fucking find it anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. I was just watching the episode today where Pierce is like trying to use the voice commands on his phone. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> voice command? Yeah, voice command on his fucking BlackBerry, and he accidentally calls his mother. Yeah. But his, oh yeah. And his mother, but his mother says that his father's dead. But then his father comes back later. Just Fucking yeah. shitty continuity on the sitcom. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> that happens a couple times in that show, though. Actually. Oh so. um, yeah. man,
0: when Jeff like wins his father's ivory wig. Yeah. To <laughs> I love that you see Abed wearing it later in his dreamatorium. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what about you, Mark? Who do you think you'd be like?
1: Oh Jesus, I have no idea. Um...
0: I see a bit of Jeff in you.
1: Yeah, probably Jeff. Probably Jeff's the closest yeah. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd say you're you're more Jeffy.
1: Yeah. Just repressed be- and sarcastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and just like <laughs> it's the it's the aloofness. Yeah. Very yeah,
1: rude. yeah. Probably Jeff. Jeff, jerk with a heart of gold. I guess. I think you and I probably both have a bit of Abed in us as well, though. Uh, Mark. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. there's a little bit Abed. I relate. To, I relate to both. Those are probably the two characters that I relate to the most: is Jeff and Abed. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, maybe a little bit more, just because, like, yeah, I see that, like. Try to try to stand off and look cool as opposed to like actually engaging thing that I do a lot. Yep. <laughs> a lot, a lot. I'm too cool for this. I'm too cool for costumes. Oh now we're having now we're, having, now we're getting into the feels good. No, I
0: was gonna say you got the, the goofiness <laughs> of Bob though, but um
1: Yeah, but I don't show that to just anybody. It's like yeah. very specific people get to see that side.
0: And so. everyone who <laughs> listens to the podcast.
1: And everybody listens to the podcast. Yeah. No. Where I will blatantly oh. just say like I may actually be gay on the podcast. No, like, yeah. no. <laughs> that was the both. first
0: thing. Remember, I thought you were gay on the first podcast because of all the stuff you were saying. Yes,
1: yeah, because I'm in with the Rock.
0: I really did. I thought you were gay, <laughs>
1: and because and because uh, Mark and I were making like veil, thinly veiled uh, yeah. gay jokes at each other.
0: <laughs> I really, in that first podcast, had to ask.
1: That's just like how I interact with like guy friends that i get along with really well as i'd like make gay jokes with them yeah same here also like i grew up with a gay brother so like i don't none of this phases me whatsoever i don't care one way or the other so i will admit like that i yeah i I will lean into like just making gay jokes not like anti-gay jokes but just like i might actually be gay all the time all the time what (laughs) all the time
0: (laughs) Um, okay, okay, I'm, uh, I'm actually... Hi, Paul, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mark, brother. Um, I'm gonna ask, uh, this question, but what, how would you guys pick me? I want to know what you think about me before I tell you who I think I am.
1: Uh, Britta. No.
0: Oh, man, you think I'm Britta? Is it because you make fun of me all the time?
1: <laughs> it's because you're the worst, Christy.
0: Because I'm the worst.
1: Uh, maybe Britta and Troy, I think. I was gonna say Troy and Shirley, actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, maybe
1: maybe Shirley with the singing. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it is more than anything. Although Troy and Abed have their uh, somewhere out there duet as well. They they oh, sing
0: when they do that Will goes west oh, bit.
1: So good. So actually, yeah, you know what? I think Troy. I think you are the Troy. I'm the
0: Troy. Yeah, you're the Troy. <laughs>
1: You're the Troy of the podcast.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Saying racist things without understanding that they're racist.
0: Uh. Was that racist? (laughs) That guy was racist. Um, Wait, does that
1: that mean that you're also uh, perpetually into curious about butt stuff? Like Troy?
0: I mean, I I don't know what to respond with that.
1: (laughs) Wait, is Mark number two in the room? He can come over and tell us.
0: (laughs) Mark, am I into butt stuff? Mind butt stuff?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Yep, I'm not you're Troy. Into,
0: into butt stuff. <laughs> so my butt stuff. Stop. That's enough. <laughs> um, it's enough, buddy. <laughs> Get back to watching Community. Um, <laughs> that's no, that's enough. <laughs> We've never done any butt stuff. I've said that I'd be willing to try, but I'm I'm uncomfortable with the idea of it. Hope my grandparents don't listen to this podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna Uh, keep letting Christy go on this one for a bit.
0: But stuff. But um, no, it's funny because like I actually thought of myself more as like the um, a mix of Britta and Troy, um, with a bit like I I was right. Yeah, I could see like Annie, but at the same time, I'm not as studious. She is not as like I'm neurotic in a different way. So I think yeah, the Troy Britta, if they had a baby because they stayed together, if they stayed together, that would be me. (laughs) Like, in that alternate universe. Don't they have a baby in an alternate universe? That's me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, season five and six, like, after Troy left was really... I mean, it was still good in the last couple seasons, but just not the same.
0: That's why, a big part of why I didn't watch them. Because it was just hard to watch it without Troy and Abed.
1: Well, Abed's there, but, like, as a group, yes.
0: Yeah, Abed was still there, but it wasn't Troy and Abed.
1: Yeah. 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 they did find, I think, a, a good chemistry with the new cast, um, yeah. but it just it wasn't the same chemistry for sure, and that's what people were looking for. But they did end up finding a good sort of dynamic between the people that the new people that they brought in. I didn't like um, who was the older guy they brought in in season six, the black guy. Oh yeah, the 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 cape. Yeah, the dude from the yeah. cape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he was um, really good on the Lawnmower Man episode, though. Okay, true, yeah. I d- I didn't find he clicked particularly well. Um but like I, what's her, uh Paget Brewster I thought was fantastic. Like older Annie, yeah. like <laughs> I thought it was really good. So and then I enjoyed I enjoyed I'm the dicky. fact that they brought um, yeah, like I liked the fact that they brought Mike in. Like he was awesome. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was fantastic. He
0: was good because like they couldn't have another Pierce.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um and he was like a cool older dude to like Give a little bit more of a a nudge to being like we aren't ageist.
1: Yeah, so. and it definitely it gave a lot. Um, it gave the sort of main cast the or the original cast members more things to play off. To have those new characters that ha- were very different uh, to play yeah. off of. Yep. So
0: no, it's true. Um, but uh, yeah, why did Donald Glover leave?
1: He wanted to uh, can, like he wanted to work Pursuit on this music rapping. career yeah 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 needed to need to needed to be more childish
0: yeah oh because troy
1: 'cause Troy wasn't childish already
0: I think actually yeah. from reading those instagram like those those things he scribbled on the napkins and put on his Instagram, do you remember that when he yeah. people he were like really about worried that, yeah. about him yeah yeah, but he was talking about how he just didn't want to be trapped as troy
1: yeah. yeah. Well, I don't more... think he's gonna have to worry about that now. He's got lots of other shit going on with Atlanta yeah. and, Atlanta and Lando. There.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. He's gonna yeah. be such a good Lando.
1: I'm surprised by the lack. Like none of nobody else on that cast has really done anything since uh, Community ended. Because even um, that's not true. While like a lot of like make big, big mainstream splashes, like they're not on TV as much anymore. Because even like even what's his name. Um, I can't remember the guy who plays Jeff now. Alison Bree's uh, in a Netflix series. Is she? What is it, uh, what's it called? Or no, not Alison Brie, uh, Britta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was garbage. I watched that.
0: Oh, and love. Love. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really either. like it either. Yeah. I, I, I did watch it, but.
1: Did you ever watch, did you guys ever watch The Soup? No. Like with Joel McHale's <laughs> other show? No. <laughs> no, oh, uh, it was funny. It's, it's done now, but it was funny when it was on. Speaking of things outside of community, did you guys see the uh, the what uh, Allison Bree and uh, Jillian Jacobs like uh, was it like their Maxim shoot that they did? Yes. No. That was amazing. Yes, Christy, it it will make you feel funny things in your lady bits. Let me look it up. Like they're yeah, it's uh, one of them's wearing I think like all white lingerie, the other one's wearing like all black lingerie, and they're like. Spanking each other and stuff.
0: What was it called? Maxim.
1: Maxim. Yeah, I think I think it was their Maxim. Yeah, I think it was Maxim Maxim magazine.
0: Uh,
1: Oh, it might have been Esquire. Yeah, it could have been. If you just put both their names, put both their names into Google and just hit image, it'll pop up. Oh
0: wait, she totally dressed up. Um... Something
1: definitely pops up.
0: Oh yeah, there. Because there's another one.
1: What? Well, there's one where she dresses up. They dress up as the characters from like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh
0: huh. I'm that's the one up. I'm looking at right now.
1: Yeah. Mm. Oh, Allison Bree. She is married to James Franco's little brother.
0: Is she really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there okay. it is. I just brought it up. It was it was GQ. What? Wait, what was that? What was that, Tim? What did you bring up?
0: Ew. <laughs> uh, oh, their yeah. up yeah. special. That, that. It was their pinup thing. Yeah. yeah. They're both so skinny. They're too skinny.
1: Oh, so. well, Alison Brie is no. perfect. Yeah.
0: But um, oh hush. Oh, like I forgot they had so many bras on. <laughs>
1: apparently, apparently Allison Brie's been in GQ like four hundred times. So
0: that doesn't surprise That's... me. No.
1: Yeah, well, because like there's two guys on this podcast and we both lust after her. What, do you, what does that tell you for her demographic? Yeah.
0: It's fine. <laughs> um, but um, Boop sex. Yeah, boop doop a doop doop -doop sex. It's so funny. I Um, almost kind
1: of like her better as Trudy, but (laughs) whatever.
0: But uh, yes. um, Okay, so we're gonna move on to the the last question, the last one, and dad one is what is your favorite Dean Pelton costume? And don't you dare take mine, Mark.
1: How am I gonna take yours? We've
0: already talked about it in the episode and I got really mad at you.
1: (laughs) I didn't think you'd seen that yet. Okay. Um, Oh,
0: I've seen it.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to remember costumes now. I like... um, I know what mine is. I'm just trying to remember what episode it was in. Um, My favorite is the one where he comes in and he's uh, like half like regular Dean and half woman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Good and bad news. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, exactly. Good and the good and bad news. I the good news and the, the bad bank. news and the yeah, that's my favorite part of it is at the end where it's like, I think I went too far this time. I have to go to the bank later. <laughs> I didn't bring a change of clothes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what oh, what's his name, Craig? Oh, Craig, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> Dean, Dean Craig Pelton. Yeah. Uh it's oh, from man. oh that one's from uh Virtual Systems Analysis. He, <laughs> to he's he's there to demonstrate the duality of man. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> um my favorite Okay, my favorite's the uh when he wa- and it's it's more because of like the situation that it, that like it happens because of the the costume. He walks in in a bumblebee costume while they're rehearsing their play.
2: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great because he's like oh obviously uh, Andy I would love to participate but I obviously have other plans off to the airport Romana and he walks away <laughs> and then Troy's like why does he get to have a front stinger and it's just, like just just as he it dawns on him like you see it like dawn on like on it on his face they cut to the fucking credits I was like yeah. that's so good. So fucking good. There's oh, some really, lady. like, the comic timing on that show is just amazing, and that's a really good example of it. I love the, uh, the one, t- I'm just looking at this, like, diagram of all of him, like, all the costumes he wore. <laughs> I loved, we, we didn't bring it up, and I have to bring them up, uh, that John Goodman played the Vice Dean.
0: Oh, yeah, Vice Dean Air dean Conditioner
1: Repair School, yeah. That's another one of my favorite episodes, is the, uh, uh, the, the main episode with the uh, Air Conditioner Repair School. See, I yeah. like that arc. No.
0: No, I thought it was weird and disconnected and they never really explained it.
1: I just love No, but it's it's so funny because like the whole show they talk about air conditioner repair. Like it's part yeah. of the, like when Pierce is singing the fucking Greendale song, like taking air conditioner repair so yeah. you can get a job. Like they keep referencing the air conditioning school and they never do anything with it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the dean shows up and he's gonna be like, "It's gonna be a new year. I've got my goatee. I'm in a suit. I'm not doing weird <laughs> shit anymore." And then he walks into his office, and all of a sudden, John fucking Goodman walks in and makes him shave his stupid goatee. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's just out of nowhere. And then, yeah, I I just loved like how they played on that like whole uh, chosen one trope with uh, with Troy. That was really that really was well fun, done. Yeah. I'm yeah. like the messiah or something. Put yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> am into the ice maze of death. No. Yeah.
1: Like, there's no, there's no police. killing people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Guys are <they're> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. What was the
1: episode? Was it Pocket Full of Hawthorns or something like that? We're like, that's the one where... Pocket full of Hawthorns. Ha-thorn, but like the deans at the, at the party just like having a blast. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, like, and, like, <laughs> and he doesn't realize that it's all gay. It's a gay, 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 yeah. it's a gay party. Oh, a, that, that's a callback to another joke where, like, after hours, he'd been renting up the school for like a uh, like a, a rave or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that. that's from the episode where they they get him uh, they release him from the prison that Chang has him in from like, right. the scene you know, yeah. where he like dances with the glow sticks.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm the dean here. He's
1: yeah. trying to talk to people. Anybody
0: want a massage.
1: Yeah, the best is like he comes in or was it must be. Oh, there's the one where, um, what's his name comes back? Where, uh, Rob Corddry comes back and he's like, they're trying to decide who gets the the sandwich store, like whose name it's going to be mm-hmm. in. And he comes out and he's got like two, like, virtually identical fucking judge outfits. And he's like, Judge Judy or judge somebody else or something like that. And they have to make him pick and he walks out because he'd walked out with like a blindfold on and mashed himself into a table. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: That's so funny. ridiculous.
0: Um... Well, my favorite, and it's because Mark <laughs> actually showed it to me and I died. Like, it was just so funny. <laughs> it was the Dean's Payday rap. <laughs> I don't know where I went. I don't know where that was. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's his breath at the end when he's about to run out. He's just like, <gasps> and then he just leaves. But my favorite is at the end when he's like, Trying to rap again, and he's just like such clean. and he goes, "I lost it. I lost it."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Freaks. And everybody's just staring across the table at each other, being like, "What the you hell know, just happened?"
0: And you can tell that like they can't film the other side because Britta and um, Jeff <laughs> are howling. Um, have you
1: ever watched? Do you have the the DVDs and like watch no. the bloopers stuff? You gotta. There's good outtakes of that scene. Um, There's good outtakes. There's like so many uh <laughs> like. There's, they, there's a montage on one of them, I think it's later, like in season three or something like that, where, like, they just show the blown takes, where, like, they'll be doing something, and, like, the actual joke is so funny while they're on set, that, like, they lose, they all lose it, like, right yeah. at the end, or somebody just breaks in the middle of yep. a fucking take, or something like that.
0: Well, I just, like, it was just so out there, like, it was so great, is said this fucking payday <laughs> Costume. Another day,
1: another to to dollar.
0: because I don't swallow knowledge; I spit it for free.
1: Like. I love that they call back to it at the end of the episode. And he's like, I can't get it back. Yeah, like, he doesn't know. I lost, I, lost it. It. I lost it. I
0: lost it. It's so good. It's so good. He's just yeah. so funny. Uh, Mark, <laughs> no. can you post the um, the diagram of Dean costumes with the episode? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody (laughs) well do you guys have anything else to say about community before we wrap this bad boy
1: I'm just curious like now that it's not on anymore like what have you guys have you guys replaced it with anything is there like a new show that's kind Uh, of like taken community spot in your heart kind of thing
0: not in my heart there's stuff I watch that I wish it was community like the Mindy project it's not community at all but it's the one I keep in the background on loop now because it's like that same kind of lightness
1: Yeah, I can't... Let's see. I'm trying to think... I can't think of anything off the top of my head that really sort of fills the same kind of niche in terms of that, like, meta-humor. I'm looking through my, like, folder of the shows that I'm watching right now. Uh, No, nothing really right now that I can think of. Do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, it's one I... Yeah. uh, Yeah. I can see how that would in some respects I would say that it's always sunny is the thing that I watch right now that's closest, even though that's not really that close to but i mean they definitely do it, it has that same sort of surreal aspect as uh community has in a lot of a lot of ways um mm-hmm. yeah
0: no you're right brooklyn nine nine is totally a, a perfect like uh, example, and it's always sunny is just like the unfiltered version of community.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not quite as meta, but it definitely does have more of just that absurdity kind of thing. You know, they get themselves into crazy situations, but the outcome is different because they're very different people.
0: <laughs> yep. I, I, nothing fills the void of lack of community.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that there's ever going to be another show quite like that. It was just. No. It was just that that combination of people and the that um, sort of the the groove that they settled into in terms of the the uh, sort of calling out tropes and other genres and stuff like that was
0: yeah I mean so good I really the the one that gives me like joy that's like in a similar kind of like um, emotional feeling was uh, Parks and Rec and Thirty Rock
1: Thirty Rock definitely I could never get into Parks and Rec
0: oh it's so good yeah. but it's kind of that like that idea of just like the light Humor and goof about real life that I can really get behind
2: Yeah mm-hmm.
0: Well is there anything else lastly that you guys want to say about community Last last comments
1: Bagel ba- ba- Bagel I-, I want to say that I-, I really loved Leonard's fucking YouTube shows
2: Oh my
0: god
1: <laughs> Leonard is probably like my favorite like background character in the show Oh, we didn't even talk about starburns. I I really don't care. We'll just about have to
0: Starburn. have another community episode where we talk about like our our favorite um, subplots and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there's um, so but much. But yeah, Leonard covered.
1: Leonard's like fucking reviews of like Let's Chips oh, and yeah. something like that? Uh, yeah. yeah. And then the the outro of it is like uh, fucking like trap music or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just love anytime that he and Jeff like scream and like yell things at each other. Shut up, Leonard. We all know you have a nose job.
1: Shut up, Leonard. I talked to your I talked to your son. Talked to your son of Family Day. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the I just saw the first appearance of Leonard today in the episode, which is the one where they're out by the pool. Uh, they're doing the the trial out by the pool, and uh, right. I, I can't remember what Leonard yells at him, but Jeff yells back at him like, "Shut up, Leonard! You're not even wearing a bathing suit." Busted! Busted! <laughs> so
0: Swims away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, um, guys, I think we're gonna I we're gonna wrap this episode up. Um hey Mark can you uh you're so used to saying it can you uh give all the social media tags for us?
1: Oh good god, Christy, I'm going to have to send this to you so the next time you can <laughs> no, do it yourself. I'll never
0: learn it. I'm slack. not like an actor who memorizes things or anything.
1: Yeah, I could send it to you and you can read it though. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh
1: wait, this is where we find out Christy can't read. Uh Alright guys, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher or the Google Play Store. Uh, you can give us a like on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at drd underscore podcast or you can send us an email at podcast at gmail.com
0: Alright. Boom. Thank you. That was beautiful. I could never live up to that kind of potential. Well done. <laughs>
1: um, well done. Uh,
0: thank, you. thank you for joining us guys. This has been Dance Robot Dance. You've been with Mark.
1: Hi, Bagel.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> Tim. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and this is Christy signing out. Until next week, we uh, we hope you'll listen again soon. Talk to you later. Evil Troy and Evil Abed.
2: in the morning. Night. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Grande, pero manteca, Manteca, bigote, gigante, pequeno, Cabeza is nieve, is bueno, Buenos Dias, papas Dias, bigote de la cabra, the Dias. Yeah, bui bui, yeah.
2: what? It's two thousand nine. Word.